Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 71 of the Cadaver Lab Podcast. I'm Mike. And I am Sam. Well, how's it going, man? Dude, it is so good to be back to like a normal episode. Do you know what's funny is uh, it seems like we haven't done one in so long. Oh. Uh, it's so funny because I look at the number, I mean 71, and I'm like, how are we only on 71? <laughs> it's because we took like a two-month hiatus doing a bunch of uh, slabs. Well, because slabs are slabs are fun and easy to yep. do, um, but uh, man, did we have to uh, to dust some cobwebs out of the corners in, in uh, with voicemails and all that kind of stuff, and uh, also with the, the the contest that we have, well, the, well, the bet, yeah, exactly. that we have going on. So, uh, well, I'll tell you, it, it took some serious mental discipline to make it through three movies and comment on those. I, I'm just not used to it anymore. I've lost my stamina. Oh man, we're getting soft, <laughs> man. <laughs> uh, what was I'll, the last one we did? What was it? What was uh, it? The full episode. It, it was. Uh, the last full episode we did, that is a great effing question. Let me look it up. It's not Ghost, was it? That was a uh, while ago, wasn't it? Is it Ghost? Or let me, I, see, if you go to cadaverlab.com, oh, to the right, there are, well, first of all, I, I put up all our Twitter and Facebook. Sam and, or, uh, sorry, Stephen and Johnny's are up there, too. Yeah. This was, um, you can go ahead and under categories, you can click Cadaver Lab Episodes. And those mm. are not to be confused with the slab. Horror hotties. Oh, duh. Right? Oh, yeah. Idiots. <laughs> on, on April 9th. Is, is oh, we... my. It really has been two months. Oh, yeah, dude. <clears throat> but let's world? see. Okay, horror hotties. And then, uh, let's see. We've done one slab. Uh, let's see. Two slabs. <laughs> Three slabs. Is that right? Three slabs. Uh, man, I gotta go to these old archery. I'm glad we're doing this on the air because I'm sure everybody, everybody's really interested in how many sets. Four slabs. Well, I remember when there was this one guy that was so pissed at us for not uh, releasing at certain times. Oh yeah, screw and, that guy. And I'm sure we now have like a uh, hundred people that feel the same way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like why would I send a voicemail into those day holes? Never Although I gotta tell you, we've been doing better on the uh, on the forums. Yes, we have. You know the forums, man. They're uh, you know, you know, I, I, I speaking of the forums, um, it, they changed my life today. Really? Um, yeah, yes. Was it what today? Happened? I think it was today. Um, well, you know how we were talking about how I got some chickens. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Yes. And the, how we had, how I uh, had unlawful carnal knowledge. <laughs> Wait, Whoa. isn't that like a Van Halen album? I don't yeah. know. Yes, it uh, is. Uh, well, that I had carnal knowledge. Well. Johnny T from Johnny's Cult Films dot blogspot dot com. Yeah, uh, he he did a he, he he I don't know how he did it, but he got a snapshot of one of the offspring. Really? Yes, and well, of, of uh, the Mike the the Mikein or the Chickenel or the Chickle. Oh. I, I, I don't know what what do you call that, but it is one handsome piece of poultry. I'll Dude, tell you that's that, awesome, right? man. It's it's now my Twitter and Facebook uh, avatar, and oh, the, the reason awesome. it changed my life is because I'm getting a lot of compliments on that avatar. Thank you very much, Johnny T. That's cool, dude. <laughs> that is free. I'm glad no one put like a giant penis with my face on it. That would that would really because if I had to change my avatar to that, um, I, did, I don't know. Did, do you know what that reminds me of you ever? What? You used to watch Seinfeld, right? No. Oh, dude! There was one episode where, where Jerry was, uh, uh, 
he was I can't remember the exact situation, but basically, I don't think he liked a girl, but she was really hot. So yeah. he had basically a chess match between his brain to get rid of her and his ding dong to, <laughs> but basically it, it set it up with two Jerry's playing chess. One had a brain cap on and one had a penis cap on. Oh I God. shit you not. And it was, oh man, it was so funny. That's awesome. Oh, that's, that's what I pictured your, your uh, picture being you're with the penis cap on. Oh, he used to have that haircut. So. It's oh. easy. It's easy for me to picture. Oh, that is so. That is so brutal. Sam, well, you know, you know the days of the bowl cuts. Sam used to oh, have a. Sam used to have a, his hair cut exactly like the tip of a penis, and uh, not only that, but he may, he buzzed a little bit on the top to make it look like he had a pee hole on the top. Yeah, of his it was head. Weird. You know, I thought I'd go all the way. <laughs> I mean, why? Why? If you're gonna imitate life, let's just uh, let's just get it on. Oh, that is. Oh, those were the days. <laughs> <laughs> I got smoker hack again. Oh, nice. Yeah, my bad. Allergies? No, or just... I think it's just like a cold of some sort. I'm just a, I'm just a giant pussy. Well, this dude... is what it comes down to. I don't know what happened. I don't know why. I used to have really good genes, and now I have no good genes. So, oh, well, well, you know what? We still love you. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, what's been going I... on, man? So, uh, you know, just uh, trying to survive how freaking cold it is. I it's have freezing cold. here, and we've had we've had rain, we've had snow. In fact, I've, my basement's kind of flooded. We're trying to put a wall up so that we can uh, put a couple of bedrooms downstairs. And uh, uh, man, it is balls. so. I have some flood. I pulled back the carpet. It kind of smells like mildew, and mm. I don't know, dude. It's just freaking man. It's just kind of crazy. Although I did watch a good movie last night. What was it? It was uh, Saw: The Final Chapter. Oh yeah, yeah. I hadn't seen that before. It was good. You know what's funny is. I don't know what it is about the Saw franchise. I understand all of the criticisms of it. I do. Yeah. I get it. But I enjoy watching them. Well, you know what's funny is I always wondered where Carrie Elwes went since he was in the front first one. Oh, yeah. And it, before I even watched it, I'm like, that, you know, they got to bring him back if this is really the last one. Because I, mean, right. I never knew what happened to him. And sure enough, I was so happy that he was in that. I kind of oh, yeah. knew what, I kind of figured out what was coming, though, because I kept waiting for him. Uh-huh. And I'm like, it has to go that way, and sure enough, it did. You realize that there's going to be one more, and, no. oh, dude, I promise you, there'll be one more, and uh, it's going to be all about how Jigsaw faked his death to become the Dread Pirate Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> that is freaking awesome. I would, you know what, I would actually, uh, I'd probably get, buy gift cards for that, for all my That's friends and family. sweet action. That's how freaking good that would be. <laughs> Dude, I have a, you know what though, also, I have like a, I have a little public service announcement that I'd like to uh, go over real quick. Uh Uh-oh. So, I don't know how many people know what my background is, but I used to be a recruiter, an IT, well, actually a biostatistics recruiter, so I'd Mm -hmm. I'd recruit biostatisticians, which are people who work for pharmaceutical companies, and they measure like the statistics around what's going on during clinical trials. Uh So, you get a lot of Asian people, and you get a lot of Indian people. On oh, these, yeah. uh, as, as biostatisticians. And so, like, I mean, I just pretty much had to play it straight. You can't really use your personality because they don't understand our humor at all. Sure. Um, like when, you know, when I tell them to suck my dick and stuff, I mean, they're, <laughs> they're just, they're asking whose dick and stuff like that. So, all right. It's no, not funny at all. No, it's not. But anyways, uh, <clears throat> so there was this one guy who was a complete ass. His name was Cao Xing Wong. Mm-hmm. And he was this old crotchety dude. He was probably he was probably in his fifties, but guy would call up and just berate me and this other uh, recruiter because we wouldn't find him 
the right jobs and then would find him jobs that he was um, qualified for. Uh-huh. And he wouldn't, he would say it's not enough money or then he'd go and the people would think he was crazy. And so he'd get fired like a month later. So finally we had nice. to ban this guy. We had to ban him for, we wouldn't work with him anymore, but really? he'd still, he'd still call us and talk to us for like an hour about life and all this other kind of stuff. Just waste our time. So anyways, uh, me and this guy that I used to work with every once in a while, like, I wonder whatever happened to Cao Xing Wong. Well, uh, this uh, email came to my friend Jared, and I'm going to go ahead and read it. Uh, Hi, Jared. Two years ago, I called police in Rockville, Maryland, and reported Cao Xing had or had not been heard of for a while. Heard from for a while. I told them he had tried suicide a few times and that they should check on him. A week later, they told me they did not have sufficient evidence to break into his house. I was the only person who seemed to be worried about his absence. Well, I just got a telephone call from a mutual friend. He said the police finally broke into Cao Xing's house and found him dead at his kitchen table. Whoa. He, had, he had bills in front of him dated December of 08 and January of 09. When, when so, you got this email, like today, like in, are you serious? So he's yeah. way behind. So they think that, 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 that is when he died. No, they think he died in December of 08. Holy his kitchen crap, table. dude. The post office quit delivering mail to him because his mailbox was overflowing, but this was not a trigger to anyone to check inside his house. <laughs> Hope all is well with you and yours. Well, let, so let's be, got, let's be I, real. I mean, like, I mean, I, I don't want to be a, a, I don't want to offend other postal workers, but if Vaughn is any like is a good measuring stick for what a post, those guys don't know shit. Well, they don't know shit, but I got to tell you, if I'm you're just a big enough asshole that nobody misses you for two years, oh yeah, you need to you need to check yourself. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm gonna that's my public service announcement. That's the first thing I thought of. Oh, if, you're, if you can be at your kitchen table for two fucking years, dude, dead and nobody knows. Let me ask you, you something. You, you, that's just terrible. Why did you feel the need to bring up the uh, race of said asshole? What? I mean, what does him being Chinese have to do with his final outcome? Um, it's just because his name is Cao Xing. I mean, you're going to know oh, okay. what that is, right? Okay. I mean, okay, I just, okay. had to, just had to throw out there, but he was, he was a jackass. But, uh, you know, now, uh, now that means dead. he was born in the year, uh, 1952 or <laughs> nine... no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the year I... of the donkey. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just teasing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm a cock, but I, I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't know for sure. I think I'm a dragon, dude. So... <laughs> Are you really? Yeah, I think so. Actually, I can't, I think I'm a rabbit. For you're real. probably a rat, dude. I'm not a rat. Oh, dude, you're a rabbit. That's I think because... I'm a rabbit. Okay. Well, that's cool. You're soft and cuddly and have sex with uh, in two minutes real quick. So that's cool. Yeah, dude. Well, <laughs> speaking of rabbits, I got to tell you something else I watched the other day. Uh-oh. I was on Netflix, and there was this uh, documentary about um, uh, snuff films. Oh, you, yeah. You, have you seen that yet? No. Dude, let me let me tell you something. That is That was very traumatic for me. And I got to tell you, I, I've realized, you know, I've learned some things about myself, but... The thing for me is I can compartmentalize horror movies, and I absolutely love horror movies. I can watch; it doesn't really matter because I, you know, I can watch whatever. But yeah. when it comes to real life injury or death, I I have a real hard time with that. So, oh yeah, oh yeah. They were going through this and they were arguing and kind of debating back and forth what constituted a snuff film, right? And so mm-hmm. you got uh, they they talked about serial killers, and there's been serial killers who filmed um, scenes, and so they showed some of that a little bit. 
they didn't show the death. They just kind of showed some of the torture and some of the abuse. Uh-huh. And then they showed, uh, like, in war, and they showed people actually dying, like soldiers going and shooting people, uh-huh. which was very disturbing. But then they freaking showed this. They were getting ready to show when uh, the, the reporter got his head cut off. And so I had to fast forward it because I'm like, I'm not watching that. Right. And so, you know, I fast forward it because you can kind of see the frames on Netflix as to, you know, what, what you're skipping. So I knew I'd skip past it. Well, then I'm watching, and they freaking – those dipshits all of a sudden flashed to a picture of the dude with his head chopped off on the floor and i i, I was so sick it, like it sent a chill down my spine really and i just cursed him out i should have you know it was my fault for watching it but i they just out of nowhere they decided to show a picture of the dude with his head cut off what was it I called just, just snuff it was was it like presented it as snuff. a documentary it is it's, it's it was kind of debating whether or not there really is snuff films and, and what constitutes it they said that any film that is that is made for profit that involves a real murder is a snuff film so that's right. why they were like, well, you know, is war really a snuff film? They talked about Faces of Death and how most of it was fake and that it right. wasn't really a snuff film. But <clears throat> then they ended with, I think his name is Mark Rosen. Is he the guy that did, um, it's whoever did the original Chainsaw, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Toby Hooper? No, his name's Mark Rosen. Maybe, I don't know what it was. He has something to do with it. Anyways, he was telling a story of, uh, maybe he was a producer on the movie. Okay. Anyways, he was saying that uh, he was contacted by these Philippine guys in in, uh, in uh, the 70s. They said they've got something that they wanted to market to the United States, and so they asked this guy to come meet with them. He went and met with them, and he said he sat down and watched it, and it was some pretty rough sex going on, some S&M and things like that, mm-hmm. you know, bonded in leather. And then they put a plastic bag over this girl's head, and she started gasping for air, and the guy kind of put, you know, held her arms down and stuff as she was kind of reaching for the bag. You'd see she was kind of losing consciousness. Then they do a close-up of the chick, um, and they slit her throat. Uh. And he said that it wasn't fake, and the dude almost started crying. He broke down, and he said it was the most disturbing thing he'd ever said. He got up and left, and then uh, he told them they weren't interested in, in doing that. But he said that's the – he said – they said that it really is out there. That the, really? That, that shit goes on. It's mostly in other countries. They talked about this other guy that – this Russian dude that uh, is is the base of the earth and basically a pedophile, and he would, he said that this guy made snuff films of children. Oh, dude! And and sold it to like these these highest bidders, and these guys went to jail and they got out like four years later. Really? What? Yeah. What, what country did they say? Did they say what country they were from? Or it like was that? in Russia. There were two Americans, but that that were never identified oh. that were in the ring. But then it was it was like these three Russians that were doing it and. They have um, audio tape of, of the guy negotiating a sale. and Just disturbing, dude. And, and, you know, I think that we all know that that shit is a possibility. There's probably an appetite for anything and everything. Sure. But to just kind of see and hear about it was really disturbing. But a very interesting film, very interesting documentary on snuff films. You know what's funny is when you said that, you know, it reminded me of the time that your brother showed you that uh... – you were telling me how your brother showed you that picture of the motorcycle accident and the no. way he did oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I need to find that somewhere. That was so funny. This, this, my, uh, we got an email from my dad's friend of this uh, motorcycle accident. It was from Rotten.com. And it showed this dude that had literally, like, you could see his eyes, and then his whole face was opened up. So there was a hole where his throat was, and his tongue was kind of there. But his whole face was opened up. And it just, like, his no nose. He got in a motorcycle accident, and he was just opened up, right? And he was sitting up. He was still alive. I don't know how that even oh. happened. Um, but anyways, <clears throat> so <laughs> my brother comes and gets me. My little brother, he's 18 months younger than me. He's like, hey, Sam, I want to show you something. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And so he goes, just just check this out. He sits down. Well, he actually kneels down on the chair. I'm sitting on a chair next to him. He clicks on the link, and he takes off running out of the room. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? 
And all of a sudden this picture comes up and I look over at my brother and he's out there with his hand over his face, like a hundred yards, like, well, probably 30 yards away, clear down the hallway, just looking at me like I'm ready to throw up or something. I'm like, what the hell is this? He's the biggest puss. I love puss. that dude. Oh, he's, he's, he's a bigger puss than I am. Oh, that is so funny, man. <laughs> That's great. Oh, I love that story. Good times. I don't know. That's great, man. Um, <laughs> so I, now I that I burned all this time, sorry about that. No, I say I don't know if I'm going to check that snuff film out. The, I don't. I don't know. Maybe I don't know because I. I mean, there are still some movies. Like for instance, I turned on. I, I, I got a hold of a movie. Yeah. And uh, it was called Silip, and I have never heard of it. I just. Oh really? I just downloaded it, and I mean, it was. It wasn't like a snuff film, but yeah, it it was uh, somewhere <clears> from <throat> like the Philippines or some, and there was like all this weird stuff that even though I'd realize it was a dramatic story, it was just seemed a little too real, uh-huh. like with little kids nudity and, Ooh. you know, and stuff like, well, and not, you didn't, I don't know if you didn't see it, but, but basically a dude was naked in front of the little kids. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I, oh. I freaking got rid of it. Yeah. No. So, I mean, it's, you know, I'll tell you what, the first time I saw cannibal hall, uh, uh, Holocaust, they talked about that. They talked about that on there and people were like, I couldn't even watch it. Dude, well, I, I first watched that. I, I, I was probably. I mean, I was, I wasn't, I was older. I was probably like, I don't know. I was probably like, I mean, literally, I was probably like twenty-two, you yeah. know. But it still, it gave me the worst feeling in my gut, and that's what, that's what it, this, this snuff thing. Just you talking about it kind of gives me that same, stay away from it type of. It was type of yeah, feeling it was kind of like that, but still, really, I mean, it was interesting just to kind of hear him talking about it and. You know, is it is there really? And people are like, there's no such thing as a snuff film. It doesn't exist. It's just not out there. You know, people aren't doing. It. And then there's other guys like, yeah, absolutely. Are you kidding? There's a market for everything. And oh, yeah. this guy was talking about the the adult film industry. Just totally. He said that Faces of Death when that came out, it came out in Japan. When it came out, it it did more money than Star Wars in the same year. That's Star unreal. Wars in 1977, and that's when Faith, the first Face of Death came out, and it did it did more money. I remember we watched that. I, I remember there. I, I haven't seen it since then, but yeah. I remember you renting it, you jackass. <laughs> and, and they did. I think it was the whole stage thing too, where they put like a monkey's head underneath a table. Yeah, but they freaking head... showed that again on this documentary. Because are you serious? About how most of it's fake, and you yeah, can the... completely see how fake that was. Well, the thing is too is it's probably been remastered where on the on this documentary, whereas back in the day. When you know we watched it was on VHS and that part had probably been watched five billion times and you know so so just the the rawness of the of the video you know was probably added to to it being oh, a little I, bit I scary so. or something. But it was so funny to watch it again when they because I I remember that monkey part too how disturbing that they were gonna beat it and then eat its head but they're like yeah they show the cutaway scenes so you never actually see the monkey get hit. Right. And then they show that they show it, and they're like, "You can completely see it's a rubber monkey head," <laughs> and you can. It's so I, dumb, I didn't dude. when we watched it, man. <laughs> no, no, we didn't know any no, special effects. What the hell? No, we were watching Never Ending Story. That shit was real. Those special <laughs> you know, effects. There was one of those. It was like one of the ripoffs of one where um, uh, I, I can't remember. I can't even remember what it's called, but it was you know one of those quote unquote real death movies. Yeah. And there were two things on there that scared the living balls off me. One was they like a bunch of um, you know, Arabic guys shot uh-huh. one of their own guys. They drove out in the truck, 
push yeah. a guy out and I'll shot him. And he was like, yeah. you know, I was just like, yeah. oh my gosh, that's, that scared me so bad. I could not get that out. And then I can't remember what his name is. I think we've talked about it before on the show, but there was one like political guy in Cleveland or something mm-hmm. who in oh, front yeah. of everybody shot his, shot his, uh, put the gun in his mouth and pulled the trigger. Yep. And I, I should know this name cause I've, I can't remember, but, but yeah, those two it's like things, Bud something, yeah, you're right. They haunted my dreams forever. Man. You know, since you because you told me that before, and I remember I went I went and looked for it, and I, so I've seen it just recently. Well, probably within the last year, and it is uh-huh. pretty disturbing. It's not. It's, well, and that it's one's disturbing. real, as far as I know. No, it, it I, is I mean, real. No, sure. it is. They talked about it, and it is real, and and uh, it is disturbing. But I you know what's so funny is when we start talking about this. I, you know, we were the biggest jackasses <laughs> in high school. Were? And I, you know, I look back on it now. For how much free control we could have got in. We oh, took yeah. a Faces of Death movie in and showed a clip in the middle of um, <clears throat> one of our high school classes. And I'm trying, it was Mrs. Hansen, and I can't remember what she taught. Do you remember Robin Hansen's mom? Oh, man. Uh, no, she taught I like don't. adult, I think it was like adult roles. I think, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. It was an adult roles class. Uh-huh. And so we, we were supposed to take a topic, a controversial topic, and do a. Uh, do a segment on um like like either argue for it or against it and we did capital capital punishment oh and, and you we, showed that one where they put the like dude, the x's over his eyes and his yeah. eyes start bleeding or something oh yeah we showed the damn electrocution and we warned everybody in the class like now listen this gets graphic so if you can't handle it turn it off but we feel it's important to show it yeah <laughs> that's that... out a video nasty x-rated movie oh yeah high school <laughs> dude you know what the funny thing about that is is in the adult roles class they show a live birth that's that's oh. about as that that shocked me about as deeply as anything I'd seen up to that point. That's a great point. <laughs> that's a that's a good point. I remember I remember. I can't believe we're doing this. We're like 21 minutes into the show, and I'm we're still talking about this. But I was with my wife. It was our first, we were having our first baby, and so you go to all these classes, right? And so we go to this one. They're like, we're going to show a movie of the birth, and uh, there's this red. I still remember. There's this redhead lady, and she had a pillow up her shirt. And I'm just like, and this was on the movie, and I leaned over to Amy. I'm like, the least they could have done was get a real pregnant lady. This is uh-huh. so stupid. Five minutes later, they have her spread out with her vagina hanging out, and she's actually giving live birth. Oh. I totally misjudged that. I thought it was a pillow, and she really was pregnant. And I'll tell you what, because <laughs> I didn't think they were going to show that, and all of a sudden there's the vagina, and I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if Dude, I can watch this happen. my wife's had three C-sections. Try looking at that, man. I've heard that's pretty bloody. I, we did uh, all natural on all four of ours. Oh, wicked! It, I mean, uh, and it smells like a barbecue. Not really. <laughs> I, it, I don't know what it smells oh like, but it's gosh, you know, it's like like flesh. And it's funny because they put that little, <coughs> they put like a, a uh, like a curtain on her, you know, like on her, yeah, you know, right, right below her breast or whatever, so you can right. so, she, so you I can lean right. And like talk to her face, and she can't see what's going on. Then I could lean left and see all the carnage and destruction oh going gosh. on down there. And then, oh. and then this big giant like piece of shit comes out, and oh. it's like, and oh my gosh, oh yeah. And then you have to feed it for however long. And in fact, I'm still in the process of doing that. But oh my gosh, that is awesome. I don't know. Oh man, that's some wicked stuff. Sorry, sorry, we got off on time. I apologize. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We're you know what's funny is. Uh, yeah, we're still on bullet point number one on my notes. But real quick, we'll uh, we'll go on here. Uh, I just wanted to mention real quick for those of you who haven't heard whatever, uh, Johnny's back. We're doing cadaver indies. We're talking about um, independent films. 
and I figured who better to do that with than Johnny, who is a is a horror aficionado. Yeah, that's so, that's fantastic. That's a he, great topic to tackle. Well, and J- Johnny, I'm I'm just so dang glad he's back on it and we're yep. doing this stuff. Yep. Uh, you know, I don't know if you listen to it, but we're even doing a uh, a name that movie game type thing. Oh, really? Where, yeah, he's he's beating me right now. Um, oh yeah, I knew you guys were going to do that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of like golf scores. Basically, the more questions you get, a point for every question that you or every uh, hint that you have to get. Mm. Uh, he's beating me right now, eight to eleven. So wow. I, I feel like I'm going to come back. So we do three movies, five, five uh, uh, hints for every movie. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, eight to eleven. He's kicking my Dude, butt. That's fantastic. All right, man. So moving on here, I I have to I, I have to eat a little bit of crow. And, I love it. Uh, Rona versus Kate. Unfortunately, Kate won. Yeah. Well, there's no <laughs> doubt about that. Uh, well, I, I thought, well, let's put it this way. It's, I don't have the official count with me, Yeah. but because the count kind of, Kate started running away with it, <laughs> but, uh, but some of her voicemails that we'll have talk about it and, uh, yeah, you want, oh, you know, there were some, uh, there were some, uh, emails that I, that I thought were, uh, were, uh, uh worth bringing up. Uh, oh, dude, see. there was, I got all sorts of stuff about how. These girls would want to wear Kate as a hat. I, I didn't even understand what that meant. But I was no, me, sure me was neither. Nasty. I have no idea. I have nothing but the utmost respect for uh, the baby birth and hole. <laughs> anyway, uh, I wanted to mention one thing that uh, Richard from uh, Kalamazoo uh, put in on uh, Facebook because this was. Uh, I just wanted to kind of touch some of the highlights. He said he, but but this one I can totally agree with. He said he wants Rhoda holding one of his legs. Kate gripping the other, and Evangeline Lilly preparing to violate him with the Buck oh, Right 2000. Dude, good one. Good. That is fantastic. <laughs> well, not only that, but he he uh, he did a product placement for the Buck Right 2000. I love it. So there you go. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, have, I have from Zach Kelly, uh, Beckinsale needs to eat a sandwich, Rona all the way. I, I, you know. By the way, I, I counted Richards as a vote for Rona. She oh, yeah, you would. Uh, Kate still won. Relax. I Relax. Know. Uh, let's see. Um, okay. Uh, Brandon, you know, uh, Facebooked me. He said, Kate has that classic timeless beauty. So she is just gorgeous. However, you said who was hotter and that has to be Rona. Cause she looks like she'd be down for anything. So you have to give her that nod. And I agree with that. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. That's good. Uh, Beckinsale makes Jeremy's, uh, drunk on rise mommy, daddy parts tingle. Oh, thought I, Throw it like that. Uh, this is my least favorite one, Allison, uh, Miss Murder on the forums. Uh, she said her vote is for Kate because she. Oh, all right. I want to throw a little bit of warning. She said that this makes my lady parts moist. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, plus, she had to like uh, that was the knife in my back, and this was her twisting it. Rona looks like a tranny most of the time. I hate you. I don't really hate you, but uh, but uh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, Zoe, um, zombie girl says, uh, that, uh, she should go for Kate cause she's a limey, but she's irritating and I don't necessarily agree with that, but, uh, she said she'd do Rona and I'd like to see that. Whoop! <laughs> uh, Bonehand Steve said Kate is smoking hot. Mitra has bigger balls than I have. <clears throat> and, uh, I want to add that is not saying much. No. 
at all. So yeah, and well, we ha- and those were just some of the highlights from uh, from that. Uh, but uh, 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 anyway, so should you should have put better pictures of Rona because you know I'll be I honest, didn't put I, I didn't put any pictures of Rona. I went out, I went out there. I'm like, how can anybody do this? And I went and found ugly pictures of Rona Mitra and just hot ones of Kate Beckinsale. You're a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I thought you would. I thought you were going to counter and use your your uh, your tech knowledge to my like, admin to, like, skills. To, uh, I would have put your face on it all <laughs> with the penis cap. Nice. <laughs> uh, Drunk on Rye also sent an email, and I think this is. I mean, we we got some lists of uh, horror hotties, but he has a good one because these are a lot of ones that I did not think of. So I figured, hey, real quick, let let's just uh, let's throw it yeah. out there. Yep. Uh, he mentioned Juliet Cummins from Cycle Three, some Slumber Party Massacre Two, Deadly Dreams, Friday the Thirteenth Part Five. Um, she's a hottie. Jenny mm-hmm. Agutter, an American werewolf in London. Remember her? Oh yeah. She was also in a, um, I can't remember what it was called, Walkabout, where, like, she was nude a lot. So, mm. ah, I think that's right. Mm. Um, Jocelyn Donahue, House of the Devil. What do you think about her? Remember the, the main girl in House of the Devil? Did you ever see Which that? Which one was House of the Devil? The one that was really long and boring. I, I oh, love. what? Whatever. This, well, these which, these which, are people which, right now yelling at me. That was a slow burn, and it was awesome. Well, and you just happened, have to remember. What happened in that one? Uh, nothing for 90% of the movie. And then all of a sudden, uh, the, the, the original, um, Hannibal Lecter was a devil worshiper. Yeah. I don't, you, know I, I, I don't know if I watched that. I thought I did, but I don't know. I don't remember that one. Um, okay. So he also said Sarah, uh, Linnea Quigley, duh. Yeah. Um, Sarah Pauly, Dawn of the Dead remake and Splice. I don't know. I don't know about that one, but. I mean, she's a good actress, right? And that's what matters. Splice? That's the that was the chicken splice, like the monster. No, that was the blonde girl in there. Oh, the, like the main one. Okay. Emma Bell was in Frozen and The Walking Dead. I have to agree with that one. Monica M. I I I mentioned this because she said Monica M. Yeah. <clears throat> I I don't know if I could ever look at her in that way anymore. Actually, yeah, I don't know. So yeah, I don't know about that. I, but anyway, she he also mentioned. I know I know where her vagina's been. In that. That disturbs me. I actually sent her out a butt great two thousand for Ooh, good. Uh, yeah for free, so she can sign it. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um. Let's see. We did get an email, uh, real quick that I wanted to read to. We. I know. Sorry. It's weird. Sorry. I'm getting through. I. Well, I. I'm sorry if we skipped your your emails and stuff like that. But we just got so much shit. Cause it's been forever. Yeah. But there. You know. I. I wanted to mention this one. And this one was. Uh, was signed sincerely the guy who sang vagina dentata to the tune of pina colata so so That's so right. and you know everybody's been sloppy and over hobo with the shotgun and in my opinion i think it deserves all that yeah um he said uh, i'm just gonna read it real quick i'm a big fan of 70s horror films i love grindhouse by jared Tino and rodriguez that being said i was disappointed with hobo with the shotgun I did like the music that played during the opening credits. I actually recognized it right away. It's from the movie Mark of the Devil starring Udo Kier. Do you remember that one? I think me no. and Johnny did that no, one. No, I haven't seen that one. You get pubes on you if uh, you get the Mark of the Devil. I think that's the one. Um, anyway, yeah, it's weird. Mark is basically a torture porn film set during the times of the Inquisition. It's at least ten times as gruesome as Vincent Price's Witchfinder General, which I agree with. But I, but I don't see that necessarily as a bad thing since Witchfinder General was freaking awesome in a different way. Um, his that was that was me adding the Witchfinder General mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, my main problem with Hobo is it was too over the top. We have a villain who makes his mustache twirlers appear subtle and reserved. 
he like he seems to laugh maniacally yeah 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 in every scene that he's in it's almost like a cartoon brought to life except this cartoon character sucks balls hmm uh, note to the filmmakers, less is more. You should have stuck to a formula that was brilliantly shown in the original trailer that appeared at the beginning of Grindhouse, a homeless man who's had enough and decides to take law into his own hands. And the screaming, there's way too much screening. Screaming. It's a hopeless exploitation, really good venue to showcase endless amounts of gore. There's far more gore than actual gunplay. So the movie uh, the movie that I saw broke the rules of its own title. That being mm. said, I enjoyed you guys. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, I you know... I I'm, I wonder I wonder when too much when when it gets to that too much you know because this was I mean I mean obviously you guys heard our our, our opinions of it uh, I I kind of want to find out what where is the I mean where's the line when over the top becomes too over the top well but but you know, I, I also don't know. think I also think his point is well taken because I think that's the risk that you run <clears throat> when you have that type of when you make a full length movie from a fantastically awesome clip because he had in his mind from the clip what the movie should be about. And then when the rubber met the road, um, the movie kind of took a different direction. That's what he's disappointed okay. in. And, you know, and that's, and that's, I don't know. I just, there, there are movies that are way too over the top. Agreed. And Hobo yeah. with a Shotgun, was it over the top? Shit, yeah, buddy. Well, I yeah, don't know. I really liked shotgun. it. I really liked it. And I don't know. Is, is I basically, I want to say uh, in a movie, it, if, if anybody can think of a movie that was meant to be over the top, that was meant to be crazy and over the top, that was too crazy and over the top. Human Centipede. Was that too crazy and over the top? Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't know. I, 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 I think it was. Uh, I freaking thought that movie was just too great. No, the movie, I, I enjoyed it, but I'm just saying, when it came right down to it, dude, that was way over the top. Oh, sure it was, but I still loved it. <laughs> okay. So I don't, just... I don't think it was too over the top. But I mean, oh. I don't know. If anybody calls in or emails with a movie that was meant to be over the top and was too over the top, I'm not just going to say no, you're wrong. Just send them in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? So whatever. Anyway, all right. So yeah, so I got to take you to uh, the Mo's Betas. Mo Betas. Mo oh, Betas so steaks. I had that today for lunch, and oh, oh my gosh, it's so damn good. Oh, I love that. So it, it will be a pleasure for me to. It won't be a pleasure to pay, but it will be a pleasure to to uh go there again nice <laughs> i'm so excited all right the official word kate won darn it thank you thank you i i knew that i'd be vindicated on that so shut up yes. Just <laughs> uh, i'm sure right, we let's... gotta we gotta get other wagers going here uh yeah sh- yeah why not um i mean we'll think of something think of something okay yep. no, that sounds good uh you want to do some voicemails let's do it now okay we'll just uh here you go here's the first one from crease Hey, this is Chris or Chris, depending on how you read my name, calling in a correction to the most recent Horror Hotties podcast. Uh, I was thinking, yay, I'll add to the validity of the Horror Hotties by being a female and writing in and saying who I adore of the ladies of the horror movie genre. And um, listening to it, getting to the email, you know, Mike did say that he was going to heavily edit them for time. This time is something you worry about during the podcast. <laughs> Thanks. And uh, then he intros my email and refers to me as a guy. I am. I apologize for this last. It was an email. Definitely female. So, uh, like to have that corrected. And also, that does explain why I did overanalyze quite a bit. And 
as a female, when you finish banging the chick, you definitely want to spend some time cuddling and spooning. And bony yeah. hips don't really cut it in the spooning department. I know, very chick-like, oh, she wants to spoon after fucking. But, you know, that's how I feel. Um, other four hotties, big teeth. That's fine, nice to suck on, but you don't want to keep them in the bed <laughs> what? if they're just going to cut into you during the night. <gasps> but Naomi and what? That's someone you turn to the bed. So yeah, oh. um, please include that correction at your earliest convenience. Two months later. So uh, yeah. Um, being a dude, I'm going to have to totally disagree with the cuddling part. Just kidding. Come on, ladies. <laughs> I cuddle. Well, I don't care. No one will know. I can say all I want. Oh, sorry, I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> she's usually, never, I, I was going to say something a little too personal. <laughs> she's usually, oh shit, I got to clean myself up. See ya. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say something personal. Good one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. Oh, man. All right, all right. Well, you know, it is good to get the female, uh, uh, you know, you know, it's so funny is it, I don't know if I don't think of those things because it's really never going to happen. Yeah. You know, and it's all a bunch of eye candy, but, yeah. uh, apparently I like, uh, trannies. So what? Yeah. yeah dude. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, new listener, uh, named Darian. Here he is. Hey, it's Darian. I just went on a four day, five night cadaver lab bender, man. I think I listened oh, to every gosh. single show you guys have ever done. He'll be getting out of the hospital in I'm six a sad, weeks. Lonely individual. There it is. <laughs> I admit it. Anyway, um, I wanted to talk about Santa Sangre. Look, I just watched two and a half hours of this movie. I still can't tell you what the hell it's about. Exactly. No, I can no. tell it's about a guy whose arms go gay on him, and he goes on a killing scene <laughs> of mediocre prostitutes and doing the best I can do. Apparently, that's some kind of a big out in Mexico. He hit the nail on the head. Anyway, you guys got an awesome freaking show. You really knew that. Um, about remakes. I wanted to talk about remakes for a second. Everybody's all pissed off at remakes. I don't know why. I mean, if you're going to go into a movie and watch a movie with the, the idea that you already hate it because it's not the original, then why even fucking bother, you know? I mean, you have to watch these movies basically completely and totally ignorant of the originals. I know that's hard to do, but you still got to do it. Anyway, awesome show, guys. Keep up the good work. I'll be talking to you again later. You know, he makes a good point because... You know, those remakes, they, they would not keep doing them if, if they weren't making money. Well, and I mean, I think, I mean, the the remake debate has been, you know, it's it's a it's a popular one because I, I mean, because there are some people who, I mean, like uh, Darren, Darian, who doesn't, who doesn't mind. And, you know, it's part of me doesn't mind, but here, here's my take on it. And obviously the money thing, it's our own fault for going to see the remakes. If they didn't make money, they wouldn't make them, yada, yada, yada. It's a business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The problem is, is and, and this is just for me. And and like I said, I've I've basically practiced, you know, every, I mean, every remake that has been made. I'm not saying I've seen every single remake that's been made. But I don't really shy away and not watch them. But here here's kind of what I feel like. Because... I don't, maybe it's because I have some sick, weird thing with horror that, you know, they're, they're kind of like my thing, you know? Yeah. And it's like, somebody thinks they can just come in and remake it. And you're right. I mean, 
uh, I mean, it's not like that every horror movie is unique. I mean, how many Friday the 13th that aren't called Friday the 13th are there? Right. Or how many Halloweens, you know? Um, but I don't know. For some reason, that's okay to me where, it, you know, where the, the remake of Friday the 13th comes out. I mean, it did have a girl with perfect nipple placement. But <laughs> but I, I don't know. I mean, it, I mean, and I ended up not hating that one. Uh, you know, right. I don't know. It's some kind of emotional thing, and since I'm an emotionally stunted male, I can't really explain it. Well, but he 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 brings up an awesome point, which is you pretty much just have to forget that it's a remake and go in and watch it. Yeah. Because like with Friday the Thirteenth, it's hard. I mean, not Friday the Thirteenth, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Right. That that was something that scared the holy shit out of me when I was younger, and right. and it was just horrifying. And Freddy Krueger was this extremely scary thing. Now, so when I go watch the remake. I mean, it's a different Freddy Krueger while he's still kind of scary. It's still, I mean, it's Freddy Krueger. And it's never going to live up to that same freaking well, scary plus, feeling I had. But yeah, the, <clears throat> the expectation that you build through your formative years. Right. You know, is, I mean, it's it's like, yeah, I, I it's like having Superman for a dad, you know, or something. And then, like. And then uh, he has to go back to Krypton and, you, you know, all of a sudden you have to deal with some normal dude that, you know, whatever. I'm just – it's never going to live up to it. Right, right. Ever. And right. so I don't know. I, he's right. You, I mean, you can't compare it even though – I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just not mentally tough enough, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just enjoy going and it's got – I mean, they have new stuff too. I mean, it's – I don't know. It's it's – I don't well, mind you know, and, and there has <sighs> been a lot of a lot of good stuff coming out lately. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, especially like the 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 hobo with a shotgun or the dead hooker in a trunk, you mm-hmm. know, and, and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's like while there there are a lot of remakes coming out of Hollywood, if you know where to look, you can find stuff that's good that yeah. you can watch. So, and I think that makes I don't know if I if you know if I was like fourteen years old. You know, maybe all these Hollywood things, the remakes would be just fine. You know, they'd, right, they'd right. be scaring the shit out of me. And I'd watch the originals and think they're hokey, but I don't mm-hmm. know. He's right, teach their own, whatever. Uh, Amen, on. brother. <laughs> oh, man, that was like a revival. Oh, I know, I could feel it. <laughs> uh, we got three in a row from uh, Jason from SRS, so awesome. um, let's just let him fly. Okay. Hey, Mike and Sam, it's uh, Jason from SRS been a long time since i've called in uh i've missed you guys' balls very much no i didn't say that actually uh <laughs> sam you don't need a lie you were in rochester which is only an hour and a half away from where i live and i'm glad to see that you uh didn't touch um get in touch with me while you were there uh <laughs> um i got the same crap when yeah, I to yeah i'm calling in to vote for rona she is uh See good. Pretty awesome. And she beats yep. Kate Beckinsale out. I still uh, believe by it. a long shot in my yeah, eyes. No but uh Doesn't, it's over. Also it's I'm over. uh super <laughs> glad to hear that you guys finally did Street Trash and you left out one of the horror hotties. I think Serena Vincent definitely fits in that category. Oh yeah. Uh, Do you know who that is, dude? One of my personal favorites, but uh you know, she's uh, she was own. in uh Cabin but, uh, Fever. Yeah, I'm very excited to get back, Sam. That. Uh other than oh, that, you guys you uh, are awesome. Keep rocking out. And uh, have fun playing with each, with each other's balls there. Nice. All right. See you later. Yeah. We'll nice. do. We always do. Aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the next one. All right. Hey, Jason Master S. Again, uh, 
completely forgot why I called the first time, but uh, I definitely heard you mention the August Underground films uh, in one of the past episodes. I think that would be a uh, oh, dude, they're wicked. awesome three-part series. You could do uh, August Underground, Mortem, and Pensions, or uh, oh. Penance, I guess. Penance. Or uh, maybe all three of the films with uh, the Reds and Towers and their newest one, the Sella Tathia, which is a pretty awesome that one movie. Too. But uh, just a suggestion. All right, later. Do you, so do you know, have you heard of the August Underground movies? I haven't even heard of those. Really? Well, okay, no. so I was lucky enough to get the screeners from, oh my gosh, I just forgot his name, from Totac Pictures. Holy shit. Anyway, they have, they have, there's these three, basically it's like, it's like, I, I don't know because I've never sat through a whole thing. It, it's basically these psychopaths who torture people and they get it all on like VHS. Oh, and also, really? And it looks really raw and just really nasty. And oh. I have, I've, I've sat through most of, of, um, of the first one, August Underground, but I did get Penance and Mortem. And uh, Toe Tag Pictures is, is uh, they're basically just like a really indie, you know, filmmaking studio. The guy uh-huh. who runs it, I I know that they've done some business uh, mergers or something like that in the in the recent months or something like that. But I can't remember exactly what it is. But anyway, they you know they put out these movies. I've also seen the Red Sin Tower, which was by them, and mm-hmm. they all they they put out a new one called uh, um, Sella. Tercia, I can't remember, hmm. or something like that. And it stars the girl who was in the original um, I Spit on Your Grave. Oh, really? You know, is it, you know obviously she's an older older woman now, right. but uh, uh, I can't believe I can't remember her name. But anyway, um, yeah, there. I mean, if that one's anything like the other ones, they've got to be pretty wicked. I mean, hmm. I, I don't know. Maybe... Uh, Maybe we could do one for a slab, since yeah, um, yeah. I'm sure that I'm sure that we'll do like 500 slabs now uh, know, exactly. before episode 72. <laughs> but uh, uh, no, but I don't know. But it's I mean, it, 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 prepare yourself if we do that because I mean they're pretty wicked. Listen, even though, I watched vomit even though vomit I was gonna dolls. say I don't know if they're as bad as slaughtered vomit dolls. I haven't watched yeah, that yet too. But you know what's funny is uh, I did get. Um, I guess there's two. I can't. I can't remember if there's two or just one sequel to that, and one's called Regurgitated Sacrifice. Uh, this is the this is the sequel to Slaughtered Vomit Dolls. Yeah, it, oh I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it, it fits in that somewhere. I went. I went online, and this guy was selling all sorts of gray market DVDs. You get like a hundred for for uh, forty bucks. Oh my so, gosh. So yeah, I freaking just gave him the forty bucks. He sent me a shitload of stuff, and that was one of them. But uh, we'll see. Anyways, uh, Jason has one last thing to say. Hey, this is Jason from SRS again. And on second thought, uh, Mike, maybe you should not touch. Why? Come on. Haters going to hate. I already popped a stitch. Okay. Okay. I already popped a stitch. Sick. (laughs) All right, dude. uh, uh, So, so Jason, so Jason, check this out. And and, uh, we can work this out later. But in September, I have to go back out to Rochester for a Oh, nice. So um, I, I would definitely uh, entertain going out to dinner, going to the dinosaur or something like that, and uh, you know just just checking some stuff out. So oh, I mean, is the I'm, dinosaur I'm, in Rochester? It's in Rochester. But so you're gonna make him drive the go. full hour and a half? No, no. You don't want to meet say, him halfway? Hey, listen, dude, it's free. It's the best barbecue <laughs> I've ever had. So I mean, oh, really? Do that, or you know, I, I don't mind driving somewhere, but uh, I mean, 
I have class and homework and crap like that while I'm out there. So, I mean, I can't, probably won't be able to probably hang out all night, but uh, definitely, definitely get together. Get so. a dinner. Get a that'd dinner fun, going. Dude. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That would be fantastic. And plus, then I'd be the cool guy because I'm like, yeah, I got I got some peeps in Rochester. <laughs> yeah. It's more like you got a peep. As long as he doesn't, as long as he promises not to like anal rape me or torture me. I don't think he like can make that. that promise. Well, he'll take I'll one t- look at you and be like, I'm anal raping that guy. I'll take the risk. <laughs> All right. We got one last voicemail to get <laughs> to. Right. And then uh, we'll, we'll actually talk about horror movies. How's that? All right. That sounds good. Sam, you're on drugs, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, Vaughn here. Oh. Given Night of the Demons remake uh, Bone Saw, I think you did, right? And given Doomsday <laughs> of AMC, are you God? Are you Mormons on your fucking mind? <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, you know, I... Originally, I, when I, I was listening opposite. to the review, I felt like, Sam, when I first saw the movie, I saw it in the theater, and I was just, I was kind of like, but dumb from, what the fuck did I just watch? But, you know, everything that's in the film I've seen hundreds of times before. Then my brother-in-law got a copy of, got a copy of the film when it came out on DVD and let me borrow it. you got to watch it again. And I watched it again, and I was completely floored, like, my, like I had a religious experience. And it, it's batshit. The fucking movie's awesome. It's batshit. I don't know what Sam, what drugs Sam's are on. You know, it's crazy. Um, another thing, I know you're not gonna, you're gonna get to this after the slab that's going out for it, but you're gonna do Necromancy 2? Oh, that's awesome. So <laughs> that was like 12 slabs ago. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not as extreme as Necromancy 1, but I, I think there's a, a little more going on in that film than there was yep. in Necromancy 1. There's a really Monica nice M was uh, story going on between the two Whoop. main characters. Yeah. Uh, and the character from the last film, which I think hopefully you'll get. Oh, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Just as much. I love that end scene. I think <laughs> Sam brought it up and he laughed his ass off. I, I kind of was like, holy shit, that was awesome. Because it is. That, that very end sequence um, is fucking <laughs> great. It's just so, so over the top. Only if the, um, the guy just had a small... And, uh, yeah, don't censor yourself, guys. You know, you really shouldn't do that. You know, you should fight censorship as all you can. Because, you know, if you start censoring, censoring yourself, you're going to turn into a drunken zombie. And you really don't want to do that. <laughs> no, we do not. What about it, guys? Did I I'll talk to you later. Michael probably talked to you before this. Goodbye. Well, Mark can call me out. You know, it's funny. Just when I think I've arrived, <clears throat> like I know my shit and I can stand on my own two feet and I can say what I want about movies, how I really feel, Vaughn slaps me across the face. Well, that just hurts, I like man. It. it doesn't <laughs> hurt. It's good. You like it. I'm an S&M kind of guy. Sick. Remember when we bought those rats and named them S&M? What I the, do. Let, let me tell you something. That, this is how dumb we are. <laughs> that, that we didn't re- I didn't know what S&M was and we named these rats we bought these white rats and they were sick they would sneeze and we'd put them up on our shirts and we wore these shirts that had like little collars or i did and then this giant white rat with red eyes would sit on the back of my neck and sneeze all over me well and and we we decided to name these rats s and m for sam and mike and we didn't we didn't know any different and that's how dumb we were and then mike decided he was going to take care of them and we put him in a bucket, and he forgot about him for like three days, and then they died. <laughs> Come on, man! Come on, dude! That that is fantastic. <laughs> the ASPCA is coming after my ass. Well, that's Peta's. Peta's gonna bomb us. Peta is now gonna pick at our stupid thing because we, you killed the rats, and and they died. They died miserably because they didn't eat or drink. They just no, died. no. I blame you. What? Blame me? They were in your closet. I know. I, I you know what I, comes to mind now well, that I'm thinking about it. I should have done a little CSI because I'm thinking the gerbil song is now coming to mind right now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what that shit happened. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, we All were right. such jackasses. Yes, we were. I was telling my daughters the other day, do you know what I used to do? Me and Mike used to both go golf ball hunting, and just we, we just couldn't stand it. The people wouldn't have known we were there. So on the last hole, as we'd go to these places, we would take the flag out, take a shit in the hole, and then put the flag back in. So the first people of the day would go golfing, and they'd, they'd reach in to get their ball after they put it in there and get a handful of shit. That's what your dad used to do. Oh, it wasn't dude. good enough that we got over and got the golf balls. We freaking had to let people know that we got we were there. Dude, we were such rebels. We 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 had to leave our mark. I'm just glad there weren't any scat analysts anywhere because they would have. We had China platter in there all the time. Oh yeah, scatan so, scatanalysts is what they're a, called a, now. A scatologist or whatever. Dude, they would have known exactly who it was. Oh, dude, fantastic. I'm glad. I'm glad that we were such idiots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, whatever. Okay, well, let's take All a right. quick break. Uh, we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll go in. It's, I mean, it's not like this has been very long, right? Yeah, no, so it's far. an hour. It's cool. Oh my gosh! Uh, <laughs> All right, so we'll play a very short song and be back to talk about. Oh, people don't even know what this episode's about. It's aquatic horror, and uh, so yeah, we'll be talking about the host when we come back. Nice. Listen and understand. That Metal Mikey is out there. It can't be bargained with. It can't be reasoned with. It doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear. And it absolutely will not stop. Ever. Until you are an Action Attraction fan. Action Attraction. Your home for all things action. To find out more, visit MetalMikey.Lipson.com or search for Action Attraction in iTunes.
All right, we're back. Uh, I'm going to be talking about The Host from 2006. This was a Korean film. Uh, I am, did you look at the IMDb? I, li- I like having you guess the IMDb score. Um, 6.4. 7.1. Oh, gosh. Uh, this was written and directed by Jun Hobong. Huh. Uh, the budget was $11 million and it grossed around uh, $87.1 million. Whoa, really? Yes. That, I mean, that's a that's a freaking huge yeah. return on investments. There you oh, go. Yeah. Uh, it was starring a bunch of guys who um, whose names, you know, I'm just going to do it. No, I'm not. I'll say one guy. King Ho Song. As yeah. Park Gang Do. Well, and he was in a lot of, he was in like a Symphony, Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance or whatever. Which is good because I, I was, I always worry about the six degrees with the like Asian movies. Oh, dude, I uh, got there in three. Oh, good. Yeah. But uh, let's see. Also, Hai Bong Beyond is, is uh, Park Hai Bong. Okay, that's all. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like such a jackass trying, <laughs> trying to, uh, to uh, do that. Uh, anyway. I love uh, it. I know. Uh, quick plot synopsis. Uh, basically, I you know this was inspired by a true story where on a U.S. well not the whole thing. Come on, people are like bullshit. Yeah. But uh, basically, what happens? I guess on a U.S. military installation in uh, Korea, in South Korea, they uh, for some reason a guy decided to dump a bunch of formaldehyde in the um, in the Han River. So, and, and apparently the South Korean guy who was working with him, the subordinate, uh, was basically telling him, no, don't do it, uh, you know, but he did it anyway. Well, this uh, this kind of uh, starts us off, because, I mean, this is the, the first part of the movie, and but basically um, this is where reality, I think, takes a, takes a, a sharp turn. And uh, apparently the formaldehyde creates a giant, unique-looking uh, river monster. Yeah. And I didn't even see that skinny uh, uh, British dude. The alligator, the alligator gall could cut you in the leg. You've never what? seen River uh, Monsters? No. Oh, dude, you got you got a. I've been Netflix. watching Swamp People like nobody's business. I've never seen that, but dude. What? Are, no, no, I don't know. I, the only TV I watch is sports anymore. You're watching uh, River Monsters. Well, well, okay. You need to check out Swamp People. Okay, I'll check out that if you check out River I Monsters. Will. It's all I on will. Netflix too, by the way. Okay, all right. But it's uh, this guy goes out and catches these like crazy ass, like fish. That's awesome. And they're wild. Anyways, I think this is just kind of a. a it should have been an episode of this, except for the the beast they're trying to catch is like a thirty uh, foot long amphibious, yeah, um, bulimic uh, monster. Yeah, dude. That's so, a great description. Okay, well, um, let's see. Basically, what happens is we we follow this family, uh, a guy and his daughter, and in this and this guy's father run a what like a snack shack on the banks of the Han River, mm-hmm. and uh, they, you know they take orders from people. It's it's a little bit different of a situation, you know, than than what I'm used to. You know, snack shack wise, they like deliver it to to people's, you know, blankets or whatever to their picnic ground. But whatever. Um, anyway, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, except for it actually came out of the Han River, a giant <laughs> monster comes out. And let's see, why don't you tell us about the monster? I know that you love loved the monster. I love the monster. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a very computer graphically generated. Um, <clears throat> amphibious thing it's got I didn't think it looked legs. bad though 
It didn't look that bad. No, it, um, it was an amphibious uh, thing that had some legs. It could swim in the water pretty good. It had kind of like a, a tail that was long and skinny. And it looked almost kind of like a frog, except for it, it. So it had some pretty big hind legs, but it weren't the kind. I mean, it could run. It didn't have to hop. Right. Um, and then its face, it had like these two eyes on top of its head. So it didn't have the stereo vision like it's got like fish. Right. And then, uh, or maybe that's stereo and not the other way. Anyways, it's not like a fish where it's got an eye on each side of its head. It's actually right. got eyes on top of its head. And then it's got a mouth that opens up kind of like the predator where it opens up in yeah. four areas and opens all the way up, kind of almost like a flower. And so the thing is probably about as big as a, as a diesel, probably about mm-hmm. as big as a big rig. And it can run really, really fast. It can climb. It hangs by its tail. And, uh, yeah, so that's and it. Makes, it kind of makes a little bit of a noise. But. <laughs> well, you know, in this, in in basically, I mean, in in in, in essence, the, I mean, the plot. I mean, it's, it's. I'm not. I hate to like uh, to to give across the the idea that it's just like no plot. But basically, um, this guy, the, the monster comes out, and there's this crazy scene where everybody on the beach is running away from this thing, and you know, it's it's kind of frenetic, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of fun to watch people get owned, you know, as yeah. they're running. But <clears throat> basically, what happens is the monster steals this, uh, the daughter of the, of our main character, and kind of stores her in in part of the the sewer, where I guess he this this monster decides that he, um, is going to collect bodies and uh, some he eats then some he saves for later. Thank goodness his daughter, the guy's daughter was one that he was going to save for later. Well, she um, did. She did. <clears throat> well, oh, that's right. Because typically, cause he took her with the, with his tail. Whereas a lot of yes. the guys, he would actually eat the guys and then spit them out in this right. thing. So, but anyway, so the story is basically, um, this this father and this in this family, which also included uh, a brother and sister of the of the father, to kind of go back and try to save, the, figure out what's going on with the young girl, to save her, and uh, you know. Well, they think she's dead, right? But then they get a he gets a cell phone call from her, mm-hmm. and then he knows she's alive, and they try and figure. This, so the rest of it is trying to figure out where she's at. She says she's in a giant sewer, right? And so they try and figure out where she's at, use like triangulation and all sorts of stuff, and. Yeah, and, you know, and they do some, like, CSI stuff like that. They, you know, the, it kind of turns into a story of redemption for the, the father who's quote-unquote slow, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, kind of what he goes through in order to, you know, because of the love for his daughter. Um, it's also kind of a, a family dynamic type of thing, too. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it is, it, it kind of goes into a lot of government, you know, hiding things, covering things up. Mm-hmm. Um they have to escape from a government installation, you know, this and that, you know? And so, I mean, but, but I mean, like I said, I, I felt like that there, I mean, it was a, it was a pretty solid story and, and the characters were likable in that. Um, the, but I mean, that's, that's in essence the, the plot. Yeah. Is there, I mean, is there any other big glaring things that I missed? No. Um, no, I don't think so. You have mm-hmm. different, there's, there's different people within the story. Um, right. that kind of come and go. Uh, you know, some different characters, a little boy with his uncle or brother or dad. I couldn't tell who that was, uh-huh. um, who was in there as well. But yeah, I think they were just kind of homeless dudes or something. Yeah. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, in, and, uh, it, you know, there's, you can, you can look at this as kind of a nice warm and fuzzy redemption or, 
or story of courage. And, you know, I think it's part of that. Yeah. Um, you know, but I don't know. So what did you think overall of the film? Um, you know, I, I had seen this one before. This is actually one, and I think I was telling you, that I had seen before and you hadn't. Right. This is uh, the first we, time I've seen when, it. Yeah, when you picked it for the movie or for the for the show. Mm-hmm. And I didn't necessarily like it the first time. It, it was slow. Um, I ended, I think I watched it over two nights. No, no. in fact, I had it on my iPod, and I, I ended up watching it over a week. Uh-huh. I think that was part of part of my problem too. Anytime I do that with a with a, uh, a subtitled movie, I kind of lose the the steam and the momentum. Well, the thing is, is this is a this is I mean a long movie. It's I mean it it's is a full long. two hours. Yeah, it was it was long and it was kind of repetitive, and I just kind of felt like all the action happened up front. The chase scene was pretty cool, and then well, the rest and that, of it was just kind of slow. You know. I don't know it. This I didn't. I've I've heard nothing but good things about it. Yeah. Um, and there were a lot of good things about it. In fact, it kind of got the impression when I watched that first scene where it was so crazy and, and it was mm-hmm. funny. You know, watching all these people mm-hmm. run and their reactions, and you know, uh, they had they. I think they did a, a, a the director got did a good job of of eliciting reactions from you know a lot of the main characters in this scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know facial and otherwise uh, but well in so that kind of set the 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 the, the bar i mean that, that kind of okay well this is what i'm in for mm-hmm. well that's not exactly what it was no and, and there's some part i didn't and and you know i kind of alluded to this before that uh, you know asian people really don't get our some of our humor right. there was some stuff in there that i just wasn't sure if it was supposed to be funny or right. Like, there, there's a part where the little girl, they have the picture up over. They have all these people that have died in this monster attack. And the family goes in there, and they're rocking on the ground, just bawling their eyes out. I, and, I, and I couldn't I know tell if that was supposed to be... If that was supposed to be funny that they were that upset because we all knew the girl was still alive, right? Or if you're supposed to really feel their pain because, you know, I, I, they were hysterical. Just, so, so, so to me, unfortunately, and this reminded me of nine eleven. Um, because it was the same type of thing where you have everybody's pictures up and there's so many people that are upset and they've lost family members. They and you were laughing your ass off? It. No, and that's the problem. <laughs> is It reminded me of that, and so I'm like, well, I don't think that this is funny, so I can't tell. This is way over the top, like their reaction. I just can't tell if it, if they're trying to be funny or not. Right. I just was kind of lost during that part. And so for me, I'm like, I, I'm kind of uncomfortable. And uh-huh. then there, there was more of that stuff kind of going on, and... You know, this the girl, the, the archer lady, she's had a problem with her confidence or something. I don't know. I kept mm-hmm. waiting for her to get that back. And I don't know. Just And she did. I guess she redeemed herself at the end. But I don't know. It was just kind of, it was just weird off the wall stuff that, that really didn't matter to me in the end. Well, you know, I thought there was a lot of comedy mixed in. You know, and I don't know. I, I just chose to laugh at that part. <laughs> yeah. You know, um but i i think i think the 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 thing that really made it have a hard time or made me have a hard time with it is the fact that i mean it was 2 hours long and i don't mm-hmm. I, and i was trying to analyze it thinking okay well what kind of what parts would i take out and i don't know that i would have taken any parts out yeah. I, I mean, I wonder if it would have been good if they if they shortened it up a little bit. I don't know. Maybe is it is this my maybe it's just me and my short attention span because I mean this this won a shitload of awards. I mean, there are it, yeah. it won eighteen awards. Uh, They're all see. awards over in South Korea, though, right? Yeah, I well, yeah, those I don't... don't count. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, here's one. Sitches. I've heard of that one. Best special effects, and it got the Orient Express award. Well, to me, I just wish that there would have been more about 
this monster going on. It, the monster was like one dynamic. It, yeah. it, it it grabbed people and it spit them out over here and nobody knew where it was. That was, it, it, that was, was all the monster did. And it like hung out by the, the river where everybody knew that it was. Right. And, and I don't know what they were trying to, you know, finally they come to Agent Yellow or yeah. some shit there. Yeah. I just, it was like you could have done so many. So not that they needed to cut crap out, but you could have done so much more about what this monster was doing. You know what I thought this movie was going to turn into? What? Is you know how he would go out and store a bunch of bodies for food? Yeah. Yeah. I thought that we were going to see another another um, uh, monster come out that who's been partying all summer long, and then when it's winter time, he w- doesn't get any food because he didn't work. <laughs> Dude, I, you just hit it. That's exactly what the grasshopper and the ant deal. This should have won more awards than eighteen. Dude, that I'll is say- so deep. <laughs> I'll say one thing. I'll say one thing oh, about the monster. The world owes me a living. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad at least we're laughing at this. Oh, yeah. We can, I think that's hilarious. Uh, uh. Uh, the one cool thing I did like about the monster is how it kind of moved itself. Or yeah. like it like swung off the bottom of a bridge and yeah. you know it would catch it by its tail then it would swing and they catch it by its with its teeth and swing mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool mm-hmm. you know I thought it was I mean I thought that it was a good I, I know that you said you wanted it as a pet you know yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but um, I don't know um, but then like like you had the, the the dad well the grandpa of the little girl I guess the dad yeah. of the three siblings yeah and you know then stuff's going on then all of a sudden he gets run over and killed because yep. there's no bullets in the gun it's like well. I mean, what, what the, where the hell does that come from? Either there's no bullets in the gun and then he barely gets away, or there's bullets in the gun, he does some damage and gets killed. It's, I mean, right. It's like, I don't know. Anyway. Well, there is actually a rumor for a sequel you um, are in, in South Korea and an American remake uh, in a name that has been uh, attached to it in rumors is Gore Verminsky, you know, known for his, uh, uh, most recently, his uh, Pirates of the Caribbean yeah stuff but anyway man um, I, don't, I, I didn't understand why it was called the host either i don't i don't know what that i mean i realized there's a creature that kept evolving but there was no host well it was actually called gwemwell <laughs> uh and i assume it's translated host but well yeah but i don't know why <laughs> i don't i don't know i I'm, i agree maybe nah, the host i would have i would have known if there because there was a rumored virus going on yeah. And for a while, but then they decided there wasn't a virus. Yeah, and I thought, oh, that's why it's called the Hills, but whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I don't know, man. Did you get anything about this movie? Yeah, so I learned a couple of things. Don't mess with formaldehyde. Um, archery on TV is as boring as it sounds, <laughs> and the smell of a fart indicates your condition. Yeah, <laughs> the, the grandpa went off on a weird rant about how his son he needed to explain to the siblings about their slow sibling and that he didn't get enough protein, but. That he's like from his farts, his dad would put him, put him in D plus condition. I think. You know what? I'll tell you what. I'm leaving that up to my wife to keep that part of our children's health in check. Yeah. And then uh, uh, did you did you learn anything before I do the who else said that? I did. Uh, snack shack owner looks like it would suck balls. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sometimes your first instinct is to take a nice amphibious pet home. Uh, I learned that I should fight that urge. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Um, Okay. All right. So who else said that? By the way, can I, can I say something about who else said that? Yes. I I used you a lot in these. I, I, am going to apologize to you. (laughs) Anyway, go ahead. I used me. I used me a couple times too. You know what sucks too is I also went back to Bill Clinton. 
Oh no. So I, I used I used them again. All right. Cover up quickly. Your blonde hair is showing. That was a publicist <laughs> to Lady Gaga when she put on a stream bikini too early in the season. That is disgusting. It is, isn't it? Uh, let him be. He wants to disinfect himself. That was Mr. Clean's dad to his mom when he caught uh, caught him masturbating. <laughs> Mr. Clean don't masturbate. That's right. And then uh, the last one is... If I don't know do why he's Mr. T. Anyway. Mr. Clean. I know. I, just, oh, I don't know uh, why I felt like he had the same voice as Mr. T. I, that was, I, his first name's Mr. No. <laughs> All right. If, if we do this once, we'll eat good for a whole month. That's a motivational speech for Courtney Loves Crabs. Oh. oh, that's awful. Come on, dude. That is fantastic. <laughs> All right. Sorry, who? So, who, what do you have? I got. I want to apologize for the first one. All right. It's so bad. Uh, I'm it's, excited. It's I hate dust more than anything. Yeah. That was Bill Clinton when looking inside inside Hillary's vagina after trying to make another start with her after the whole sex scandal thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. See, that works. It's good. Uh, let's see. Uh, you don't have to clean up now. Why don't you just dump this first? That was the donkey to Sam after he filleted the donkey. <laughs> okay. Oh, this was awful, too. I don't. What's my problem? I don't man? know. Just this, empty... is my, this is my favorite segment of the show. I got to tell you. Just empty every bottle to the very last drop. That was the sperm donation center's manager to an orderly after I made a large deposit in the sperm bank after a large Indian food lunch. The smell of curry was just awful. Oh, my gosh. That is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. So did you, did you kick anyone in the balls? Dude? Well, kind of the just the kind of the whole deal uh for uh well i maybe it's me because i because I, I i fell for the political message don't dump shit in the river yeah. you know that and that's fine but it also seemed like there was some other like political bullshit going on anti-government mm-hmm. stuff like that and eh, i don't yeah my i hate when i overall anyway. kick to the balls for yeah. Just, just not you know to, i mean i guess my kick to the balls is to the people that awarded this thing 18 times <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. so I have a six degrees. Scott Carlson. No, Scott Wilson, who's the doctor at the beginning, the the guy that was telling mm-hmm. the guy to pour the formaldehyde. Uh he was in um mm-hmm. The Last Samurai with Tom Cruise, who was mm-hmm. in an interview with the vampire with Kirsten Dunst, who was oh, in nice. uh, Spider Man with Bruce Campbell. I went to an interview with the vampire for every movie. Well who cares? That's a great no, movie. No, I, I I just decided <laughs> to do kind of a theme. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure that's what you planned I, I to did. do. Because you figure Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise are in that, so you can pretty much get back to anything in the world. Don't but don't you forget about him. Antonio Banderas. Was he in that too? Oh, he was. That's right. Duh. Oh, dude. Now I have any, even another way to get there. That's awesome. Sweet. So, so in the end, what did you give this one? Uh, you know, it, like I said, it was maybe a little bit too long. Uh. The expectations that it gave me in the beginning just, you know, it didn't really make it all the way through. I, I did like the fact that it, it took place in a river. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a little bit different. I mean, it's not the ocean. I realize it's like a huge river, but um, I don't know. That uh, seems a little more uh, intimate. I, I, you know, I gave this a red box. All right. And I give it an AMC. Oh, okay. Just so we, neither of us love this movie. No, no, no. All right, man. All right, so uh, we'll take a quick break and be right back with Loveathon. 
no one would have believed in the first years of the 21st century that Hammer films were being watched from an entertainment standpoint. No one could have dreamed that amicus films were being scrutinized as someone with a microscope studies creatures that swarm and multiply in a drop of water. Few men even considered the possibility that this area of film still had anything to offer. And yet, across the gulf of space, minds immeasurably superior to our own regarded this podcast with envious eyes. And slowly and surely, they drew their plans against it. The Hamicus Podcast. Hammer and Amicus, and every tenuous link in between. Hamicus.com and iTunes. Cheers.
All right, we're back. You're going to talk about uh, Leviathan, or as my little brother likes to say, Levathon. Yummy. It was an experiment that tampered with nature's most basic laws. It went terribly wrong. It was buried five miles down. Now, a crew of undersea miners is about to stumble upon this terrifying secret. Check to seven. What's going on out there, Williams? My God, are you picking this up? Look at that. Leviathan. Currently with the Russian fleet in the Baltic Sea. Currently it's rusted junk and we're looking at it. What's your air reading? 20 minutes. Do something quick. Boston, my crew's in jeopardy. But you have no proof. I'm ordering you to start an emergency medical evacuation. What if it turns out to be nothing? Oh, it's already killed one man. I'm losing compression. I can't breathe. Whatever got six-pack and Bowman, it's still here. I feel something. Somebody's alive in here. What's going on? Six-pack. Six-pack, answer. <laughs> Don't touch anything! What are you trying to tell us, Doc? It absorbs the intelligence of its victims. Thank goodness you're still alive. When are you coming? I say we protect ourselves. It came out in 1989. Uh, IMDb gave it a 5.4. Uh, director was George Cosmatos, and uh, it was written by David Webb Peoples. Uh, let's see, it starred RoboCop as Stephen Beck. I, I think we should just uh, <laughs> actually yeah, refer to Peter Weller as, Ro- as RoboCop. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Richard Crenna as uh, Dr. Glenn. Doc Thompson. Amanda Pays. Elizabeth Williams. Uh, Daniel Stern. Buzz Sixpack Parish, Ernie Hudson, uh, Justin Jones, uh, Michael Carmine is Tony J- De Jesus Rod- Rodero. How come uh, these like these like uh, underwater types? Apparently, like uh, nicknames. Uh, oh yeah, Lisa L. Eilbacher is Bridget Bowman. Hector Elizondo is G.P. Cobb, and Meg Foster is Miss Martin. All right, dude. <clears throat> uh, basically, a group of underwater mining. Uh, uh, well, there's a there's a underwater mining installation, and a group of people are down there working it. Um, could you remember what they were actually mining for? I think it was silver. Okay, I I can't quite I can't even remember that part. It's not really that important anyway. Um, Peter Weller is uh, plays Beck, who is a geologist, and he seems kind of like he's the guy in charge. Uh, I guess how it works is they're down there for ninety days, and they just work every day, um, you know. But once the ninety days is up, they go back up to the uh, the surface because uh, this installation is actually built on the uh, bottom of the ocean. Um, let's see. Basically, what happens is uh, you know they go out and they do their mining things. They have actually these like super mining suits. It kind of look like spacesuits on steroids or something. Uh, Six Pack mm-hmm. goes out. Uh, he actually finds a sunken ship called the Levathon, uh, except for obviously <laughs> it was it was written in Russian. Um, and I, I'm skipping through a lot of tense scenes and a lot of get to know you type scenes as well. 
Um, but he finds what he thinks is some treasure, comes back, and it, it's actually just uh, kind of the, some logs of some dead uh, uh, ship pe- people who were on the ship, I guess, mariners, uh, a videotape, uh, like kind of a captain's log or whatever, and also a uh, some vodka. Delicious. Um, what's that? I said delicious. Oh, del- delicious. Sorry, we had to, we had to switch some uh, technical things and getting used to them. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we had a we had a rough time. Anyways, uh, so six pack, I guess, being that you can have no alcohol in the installation, he seals and hides the vodka in his uh, in his little bunk. Um, you know, he takes it away. Anyway, back to the Levathon. Uh, they find some. You know, they're trying to figure out what it is. You know, it, uh, where why it's down there, and, and you know, I guess the, their version of. Uh, you know, of the internet, which basically I assume is just some kind of a, a computer that uh, keeps track of uh, different, you know, locations and, in, 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 you know, keeps track of all the, the ships and whatever. Well, apparently this, this uh, uh, Leviathan is supposed to be somewhere on the other side of the world in active duty, you know, for the Russians. Mm-hmm. Um, however, that is not obviously what's going on. Um, you know, and so, I mean, that's just kind of a, st- a sketchy thing. Meanwhile, Sixpack gets really sick. He gets lesions all over his back. Doctor doesn't know what's going on. All he can say is uh, maybe there's some kind of a genetic alteration going on, um, you know, and it, it's just kind of gross. You know, they're trying mm-hmm. to figure out. Uh, they kind of keep it a secret so nobody panics. It's just kind of between the doctor and uh, and uh, Beck. Um, and, you know, and, and there's also... Uh, uh, he actually ends up dying. Is is what I meant. That that they, that that's kind of what they kept as a secret. Uh, there's another person that's uh, on the crew, Bowman. She also falls ill as well, but she decides to kill herself. Um, however, when they're both in the sick bay, both dead, uh, somehow their bodies kind of merge together. Uh, in, in just a, some kind of a weird contortion. You know, mo- how would you describe it? Well, yeah, it was like a big hodgepodge of body parts and nasty goo. Oh yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like the sex scene in the stuff. I don't know if you've seen the stuff. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, well, anyway, so they decided they want to go ahead and flush the the bodies, but uh, basically it gets up and kind of attacks them. They're they're trying they're still trying to get get rid of it. Uh, uh, they shut the door and a like a leg or something gets sliced off the door and that kind of turns into like an eel looking type of thing and attacks the, the, the members of the crew. And, uh, you know, I mean, that, that's basically the, um, the, uh, the, 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 gist of the story. I mean, there's also some corporate negligence or corruption going on. There's a whole other, um, uh, you know, plot thread going that way. And uh, I don't know what what else what else do you think that I that we could add to the plot? God, you know, I mean that that's pretty much it. You you, you kind of mix the thing with uh, the abyss and alien, dude. And you throw it under you throw it underwater, and that's what this is. It's this movie. You did not just say that because that is exactly the three movies I put down. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. I mean, that's exactly what it is. You know the the problem is is yeah it, it is parts of those three movies but it's not as good as any one of those movies right in, in my opinion right you know, Stan yep, Winston though did the effects so I mean the effects were pretty solid it but uh, man I'll tell you what it, it it just seemed like we had seen this movie many times before yep yep 
you know, I all I know is, I mean, the, the sets were really good. I mean, it was 89. I mean, it was it was kind of a cheesy movie. Um, there was, uh, 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 I don't know, I love Peter Weller. You know, all, all yeah. the characters down there. I, I think Richard Crenna kind of phoned it in a little bit in his yes. role. But uh, that's because he's used to working with Rambo. Uh, dude, I have a whole joke about that. Oh, sweet well, action. Well, no, he just, he just gets a kick to the balls because he didn't call Rambo in. You gotta be shitting me, dude. Yeah, that—that's my only kick to the balls. Are you serious? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that is fantastic. Well, I don't know. What'd you think about the movie? Um, you know, it was okay, but like I said, I I enjoyed the thing a whole bunch. I really like Alien, mm-hmm. and Abyss has its own kind of thing that I like about it, but. So it wasn't really anything new that I hadn't seen before, and uh, but but like you said, the characters were pretty decent. Definitely people that I recognized. Um, it, it was okay. No, you know, and, and I kind of that's kind of how I feel about it. I don't know exactly what the budget was for this, but I mean, it seems like it was a real solid, uh, you know, solidly made movie. I mean, it looked, the the sets. This was mostly filmed on like sound stages, things like that. In yeah, I mean, I mean, how tough would it be to try to film something at the bottom of the ocean, right? But right. I mean, um, you know, it, everything looked good. I mean, it was it was really solid. I mean, the acting was uh, it was pretty. You know, it, it was. I mean, it was. Well, every one of these people I'd seen somewhere before, you know, and mm-hmm. it, they were just kind of you know doing their thing. I mean, you know how uh, RoboCop is always kind of RoboCop. Oh yeah, and uh, you know, and, that, and that's kind of how it was. The the girl in this, though, uh, I can't remember what else she was in, but she, I, I really liked her. The the not the one who killed herself, the other one. I can't I can't even remember her name. Yeah, w- Williams. I think her name's Williams. Uh huh. Okay, so let's see. So that was uh, Amanda Pace. Yeah. Yeah, she was she was really nice. Um, no, I I don't know, but uh, uh, like you already said, I mean, this seemed like kind of a, a mixture of uh, ideas that have been successful in the past. This was not a remake, like we were talking about before, but it may have may as well have been. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> you know, I don't know, but it was fun. It was cheesy. There, there was kind of a lot of things that made me think, what? You know, but I have some of those things in my uh, in my uh, uh, in my notes and whatnot. Yeah. So. Yeah, so, um, you know, one thing that I did notice, too, is that they, you know, they kind of went for some things here, but they just kind of fell short. And one of those things would be, like, at the end when they're running around with weapons, they literally Mm -hmm. looked like painted cardboard weapons, like that they had taken silver paint and painted these cardboard cutouts. Oh, yeah, I didn't notice. I mean, they were just like these giant, over-the-top, boxy, unrealistic weapons. Like, I just was thinking, are you kidding me? (laughs) <laughs> it's, I mean, it, it would be so cumbersome to carry these things around. You wouldn't be able to crawl anywhere. It just was kind of over the top. But uh, yeah, well, I, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if they were uh, expecting an eel monster. I'm, I'm actually surprised that they had that. You know, that those amount of weapons on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you, you said, know. did you just say that it looked like a Gila monster? <laughs> uh, I said like an eel. Oh yeah, I mean, it kind of looked like a fish man or like an eel monster. There was a show on a long time ago. I think it was called The Man from Atlantis. Did you ever see that? I don't think so. Dude, it was with the guy from uh, the, the show Dallas. I don't know. I never watched that. My mom used to watch it. But I can't remember what the dude's name is. But he'd swim underwater and he had webbed toes and webbed feet. And there was like these fish people on this show. And that's what the uh, monster from Lovathon reminded me of. Oh, really? 
Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't really know what else to say about it. I mean, it was just kind of pretty generic. Yep. There was uh, a, and we saw on the short because I did enjoy it. I mean, I enjoyed watching it. Right. Yeah. No, it was it was entertaining. It was only an hour and a half, and I you know I thought it was pretty good. There was a vagina dentata hand sighting. <laughs> yeah. I have that as one of the things that I learned was that there was a vagina dentata hand, which was okay. pretty awesome. Nice. Um. Yeah. And then uh, who else said that? Uh, I'll keep it to nine holes in the morning. That's you, Hefner, for Lent. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> uh, I'm not going to watch that thing without some protection. Uh, that's an infomercial for eye condoms. Nice. And then, uh, and then it's growing. It needs blood. And yeah. that's uh, that's Dr. Frankenboner. <laughs> so, so you just gloss by the eye condom. And, yeah, dude. It really give it to the 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 freaking boner. <laughs> yep. Freaking awesome, dude. Sweet, dude. Um, I learned a couple things. Uh, the the Benz is a myth. Because, yeah, no because kidding. It, it, the movie they just shoot up as fast as they can from the bottom of the ocean, and uh, yeah, they don't seem like they're having any decompression problems. No, not at all. And uh, I also learned never to play Battleship with a Russian, and you'll find out in a minute. <laughs> Uh, my who else said that? The Russians deliberately sank that ship to protect themselves. That was me to my teammates during the Olympic battleship match. Those cheating <laughs> bastards. <laughs> uh, that may be the size of it. That was uh, when the 21-year-old girl asked Anthony Weiner if uh, that's what all he had <laughs> in, his, in his pants. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, let's see. It has all the characteristics of deep sea life. Scales, gills, regeneration. That was, uh, Joan Rivers' doctor to its nurse. <laughs> <laughs> and I already, I already know my kick in the balls, Richard Crana. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I had the same one. And then I also had Williams for having camel toe sweats when she's running around. That's okay. Dude. And then, uh, the directors, <laughs> I, the directors you know what? of, what? I gotta watch this again now. For, you yeah, said that you didn't notice thing. that? Uh-uh. I Dude. gotta watch it again now. Oh my gosh, that was yeah, it was all over the place. And then and then the last kick in the balls goes to the directors for adding freaking sharks at the end of that movie. For no reason. No. It's like, like we cannot that... we cannot have the black guy survive. He held him up <laughs> to the top because he had fantastic uh lung ability, but we can't right. have him make it to the ship, so we're gonna have him get eaten by sharks. That yeah, I agree with you. I, I guess he got eaten by the the creature, but sharks are retarded. <laughs> you know one one thing that I one thing that I thought so too is you know how that well uh, maybe this is too much of a spoiling, but let's say they blew up the monster. Let's just say they yeah. did that. Yeah. Well, last time you split it up, it cre- it was like a worm, and it created a whole new part of it that was killing oh, by great itself. Point. So why, if you blow it up, why isn't there like fifty million? Uh, Levathon monsters killing people. Dude, Whatever. great point. This this movie what, sucks now. No, it doesn't. I uh, know. I you know I give it the same thing. I mean, it, it was fun and it was entertaining and it had the Weller. So I give it a red box. I do the same thing. I give it a red box on this too. Um, yeah. I got a six degrees here. So Hector Elizondo was in Runaway Bride with Julie Roberts, who was in I um, wouldn't Ocean's. Know. Ocean's Eleven with Brad Pitt, who was in Interview with the Vampire with Kirsten Dunst, Spider-Man Bruce Campbell. 
Wow. Yeah. That was that was beautiful. Sweet man. Uh, I don't know. We're right back with Piranha? Yeah, let's do it. Coming to you from the Bag End Studios in Southern California, it's Vices in Teramo. 30 Minutes to Kill. A brief podcast about horror movie classics, cult favorites, and even new and unreleased movies. You can find us at Bag End, that's one word, bagend.biz forward slash vi dot html. Let us help you kill some time. We're back. Last movie of the night. Uh, we're, we're, we're trudging through the technical difficulties, and man. Yes, we are. We'll get them all fixed for next time. Absolutely. Uh, Piranha, 2010. IMDb gave it a 6.0. See that gap right there? Yeah. Quake, open that up. Now it's a connecting passage. Descending fissure. Oh my god. It's at least 200 feet, Novak. Sam? Something bit me! Sam, what are you seeing down there? 
Alexander Aja, who is a remake master. He's remade this movie, Hills Have Eyes, and Mirrors, which was a remake of, I think, an Asian film. Oh. Uh, I, I don't know exactly where, what country it's from. I just know it's, it's uh, from that part of the world. Hmm. Uh, it was written by Pete Goldfinger and Josh Stolberg, who hmm. both helped on the Sorority Roll remake. Right there. Nice. So, eh, whatever. The, I don't know if I would have known that before I saw it. I may, I may have, uh, may have made me worry a little bit. Real, I haven't seen that sorority row remake. Oh, it's great. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, uh, if I if I remember, I, I I don't remember hating it too bad, but uh, I don't know. The writing may have been, may may not have been shitty. But uh, anyway, yeah. budget for this was twenty four million. Gross eighty three point one million. Um, so that's hmm. not too bad. Yeah, made shitloads of money. Uh, starred uh, Richard Dreyfus is the guy from Jaws, the same guy he played in Jaws. Yep. Uh, the cameo. Christopher Lloyd is Doc Brown. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, after he quit time travel and got into marine biology, uh, <laughs> yeah, he uh, he doesn't have much more than a cameo. Uh, yep. It it uh, let's see. It starred Jerry O'Connell as Derek Jones, uh, which uh, basically plays a girl's gun wild. Dude, yep, yep. <laughs> did that. Elizabeth Shue, uh, I should have just called her Danielson's girlfriend. Yes, as uh, Sheriff Julie Forrester, Ving Rains as uh, Deputy Fallon, Stephen R. McQueen, not to be mistaken for Steve McQueen's Jake Forrester. Kelly Brook is Danny, one of the Sea Sirens. Adam Scott is uh, Novak, er, uh, as Novak Radzinski, who is a guy in uh, Bloodline. Remember? No. No, he was in uh, Hellraiser 4 Bloodline. Is uh, You don't remember that guy? Oh, okay. He was in that. No. That's awesome. I have to go back the... and watch oh, that dude. again. That's actually a good one. I mean, that's a pretty yep. good one, even, even though Hellraiser's in, in their uh, pinheads in space. Uh, yeah. And finally, Dina Meyer played, was in this, and uh, wow, I say I, I have it down that she played Paul Montanello, but I'm going to go ahead and say that's wrong. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, okay, so the film opens up with Dreyfus on a boat, being that guy from Jaws, singing the Show Me the Way to Go Home song, and, you know, having some beers, and we actually see, 
uh, how dirty the bottom of the lake is, which, you know, in the first scene of this, it kind of makes me wonder, oh, shit, is this going to be another one of those environmental things? Listen, right. I love the I love the earth as much as the next guy. I just don't like getting preached to in my horror movie. Well, exactly. really, you know, honestly, though, I don't I don't think this turned into that at all. I, I was just mm-hmm. I just got a little bit worried about that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so the an earthquake happens. A ti- uh, let's see, what do you call that? Like a tidal pool or like some kind of whirlpool? Yeah, whirlpool. You know, yep. Pu- pulls him under, and he gets eaten by piranha, like a big horde of piranha. Uh, actually, yep. turns out that the whole earth, that the earthquake opened up some kind of a rift to the an underwater lake, which mm-hmm. is weird because it would just seem like it would just be underwater more water, but whatever, underwater lake. Where a bunch of prehistoric piranhas thought to be extinct were living. They've uh, been keeping alive through cannibalism. Very and, feasible. Very uh, feasible. Listen, listen. I, I thought it was good. Nothing. Nothing in my brain right now, in my mar- in my extensive marine biology uh, background, can dispute that. That that could not yeah, happen. Dude. <laughs> no, I thought I thought that was very feasible. I was like, you know what? At least they pull. If they would have said like somebody uh, transplanted them somewhere and they hurried and reproduced, it would have been. But that they were living in an underwater lake. I mean, that shit could happen all day long. You know, and I also thought I thought I, I was so bugged by this because I think I just maybe just got done watching the host or something. I was like thinking, oh great, they've been living off of people's waste, and and that's why they're so. <laughs> and I'm like, nope, they didn't do that either. They did not right. do that. So right. so I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah. Uh, it's actually pretty cool. Well, uh, first of all, the sheriff and uh, so uh, Ving Rhames and uh, Danielson's girlfriend, you know, basically find the, find uh, what's his name's body, and uh, you know they call I I don't I don't I can't remember exactly. I haven't got I watched this a couple weeks ago, but mm-hmm. some scientists came in, and uh, you know we're we're trying to figure it out because uh, let's see, they. I can't remember why they called in the scientists. It wasn't just this. Uh, it was because there, seis- there was seismic activity. Oh, okay. Nope, you're right. They, that, that's they exactly right. Some, yep, they recognized some seismic activity, and so they sent them out to investigate it. You, you know, that, that, you're exactly right. And they actually go in and discover the underwater lake. Um, See, I've got, and, I've got a short-term memory for this shit, but if you ask me, like, who was on a movie a long time ago, I can't remember. Well, no, that's okay. I, uh... I, um, um, the, the funny thing is, 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 you know, how I can never re- remember names and stuff like that. When we, when we yeah. talk about these movies, yeah. I just bought a, I just bought a book, a horror, the, the master of horror trivia book. And I can remember names. I just had my wife read those off to me today. I can yeah. remember all that stuff. Like it was nothing. Crazy. But, when, but when I watch something and I just, I cannot remember people's names. I don't know. Maybe that you just have so to get in that long term. Anyway. Uh-huh. Let's see where were we? Okay, so you know they 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 discover the underwater lake and they are able you know they get into one of the guys actually dies he gets eaten by a bunch of these piranha and they actually uh, they're able to get back on you know most of them are able to, to save themselves get back on the boat and they save or and they capture one of these piranha and mm-hmm. they take it to Doc Brown and that's when they get the whole where these this is a prehistoric thing and he happens to have a fossil of one in his office and whatnot but whatever. Oh, yeah. I buy all that so far. Meanwhile, and we haven't really even talked about this, and this is like the main focus of most of the movie, it's spring break in Lake Victoria, which is actually Lake Havasu. Yeah. And uh, there's a Girls Gone Wild guy. Oh, oh, pardon me. A wild, wild girls director is in town. 
making a movie, and he, you know, he's recruiting, you know, he's, he's, of course, he's doing the lace, and there's some freaking, he has a couple of hot, hot, hot women. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he, he actually recruits the sheriff's son to be their guide, so they hop out with the hot ladies, and one of the, one of the guy's friends, it's a girl, and, and, uh, you know, they head out to, well, all I can picture right now is lady singing with or lady swimming with opera music going on. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> you know, I watched this with my wife, and I, I, she, you know how like typically when you're watching a dirty era movie, like your mom or your wife walks in right at the dirtiest. Yes, yes. it was it was like opposite day because I didn't know exactly when this was going to happen, but but yeah. you know so <clears throat> whatever. But when they go out to that spot, I'm like, oh no, here it comes. And all of a sudden, she she says, "Oh crap, I got to go do this." And she goes downstairs, and she comes up like right after that part. I was like, <laughs> "You know what?" And it was a little more exciting because I was all like, "Oh my gosh, am I going to get busted?" Oh my gosh, you were you were titillated. Yes, and I and I had a total rush because it was like you know I was like being fifteen again, you know, uh, turning uh, HBO. You know how you you back in the day with TV, you could kind of tweak the. The, the the cable yeah. box just a little right. bit so you could it was still fuzzy but you could still kind of see something yeah yep. i felt just like that except for it was in high def so whatever <laughs> I'm uh, um anyway all hell breaks loose the piranhas start killing folks as they're having fun you know the the, the same thing with jaws everybody out of the water or you know even the same with the original everybody out of the water no we're too we're too we're having too much fun partying well, your legs and your tits and everything get uh, eaten off, and that's uh, right. You know, uh, there you know, there's some subplots going on where uh, you know the the kid's supposed to be the sheriff's son supposed to be watching his brother and sister. You know, they found they, he, of course, he goes out, de- defies his mom, blah blah blah. Uh, you know, also you know all sorts of little subplots going on, but really, in essence, that's. I mean, this was just kind of a uh, you know, and I don't want to say it's a rip off of jaws but yeah I, I don't know why i wouldn't want to say that but whatever i mean so was the original piranha so it was like you know half a dozen other movies that came out right mm-hmm. after jaws so what are you gonna do right right anyway uh let me ask you something about this movie now mm-hmm. i saw this movie for the first time in the theater yeah and the you know i saw it in 3d and so you know when you get those glasses on you, you i mean at least with me i don't know how you are but it kind of takes me a li- it seems like it takes me a little bit extra when like when a frame moves or when a shot moves sorry um you know to like a new shot uh, my eyes have to adjust real quick yeah you yeah. know you, you just get, you know just to get the 3D it's not like when you're watching when I'm watching regular TV it's just it, they switch and I don't you know and it doesn't do anything to me well yeah. you know and, and this was also frenetic and you know fast cuts with the with the killing and stuff like that um you know so I didn't really notice this when I was there watching the theater but when I was watching it, you know, I actually have the Blu-ray, so I was I was uh, checking it out on the Blu-ray, mm-hmm. and uh, and I, you know I don't have a 3D TV, so I wasn't watching in 3D. But as I was watching this, I noticed that the the, the CGI piranha kind of sucked. Yeah, they did. Yes. Okay. I mean, and I mean they were like, uh, and it started off at the Richard Dreyfus part right in the beginning. I'm like, mm-hmm. are those the same? Is this the same thing I watched before? Because that looks terrible. Yeah, and they weren't very impressive, but I just figured that's what they looked like. Well, especially... This, this movie This movie was made for 3D, though, and so I think that they probably look fantastic in 3D. 
Well, it, it, yeah. I mean, it it looked okay in 3D. It looked great when Jerry O'Connell's wiener got spit out at us. Oh man! Later on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would have been awesome. You know, the funny thing is, is this was actually shot in 2D and converted to 3D. Really? Uh, because yeah, because uh, Alexander Aja didn't. Uh, he basically didn't want the constraints that come along with 3D camera rigs. And I, and I don't know, I don't know exactly what that is. I assume they're bigger, clunkier, you know, whatever. I mean, maybe some camera right. can, can help us out with that one. But I assume it's something along those lines. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so I, I was kind of underwhelmed with that. I mean, the CGI looked okay when, when like, they took it in, when they took a, a piranha in to look at Doc, it, Doc's, you know, office and whatever. But, mm-hmm. and all those things, I, I don't know. They didn't look great. Um Actually, you know, it's funny, too, is the Girls Gone Wild guy, the actual real Girls Gone Wild guy, got all yeah. mad, and he threatened to, uh, to, to, he threatened litigation and whatnot. Because, I wondered about that. Well, you know, it, it's so funny because he found out what's going on, and he's like, oh, listen, if, if he paints me in a bad light, then I'm going to sue. And it's like, dude, you're the freaking Girls Gone Wild dude. Yeah, what are you you're, talking it's about? It's your job to take advantage of impaired young ladies. Right, you know that's your freaking job. How can you make it? He got all pissed because they did drugs and, you know, they were taping underage girls. Blah blah blah. But I don't know. I thought I thought it was silly. Uh, one little one last thing of uh, of uh, notes for the movie that I thought was uh, pretty funny. But the the production crew estimated about seventy five thousand gallons of fake blood were used every day of shooting. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah. Yes. That's pretty and, impressive. Know, and I see that. I mean, they had to make a lot of the water red and whatnot. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. What'd you think? You know, it was it was pretty decent. You have to just understand what you're getting into as you go in. I mean, it's nothing mm-hmm. more than a monster movie, which is a horde of piranhas. And it's there's there was nothing new. You had the same kind of storyline where you get a kid who's, you know, he's around all these people that he wants to be a part of, but he can't. He gets a chance and. Then he goes and he falls in love with the girl that he's not supposed to, star-crossed right. lovers. You got him, how he's supposed to be taking care of his little brothers and sister, little brother and sister, and of course they're going to get in trouble, even right. though they're not supposed to. Um, single parent trying to take care of kids. Uh, just nothing, nothing, nothing new at all. No. But it was still an entertaining ride, like you talked about. I thought it was fantastic when Jerry, Jerry O'Connell, or whatever his name is, uh, got eaten, and they they showed him like when he was they were gonna throw him in the water. Oh yeah, uh, and his legs were gone. They got eaten up, and oh yeah. I mean there were there were some there were some fantastic parts about that, but it, it wasn't it wasn't overwhelming. It was it was kind of underwhelming. Well, and the thing is, is it, I'm kind of at odds with all the thing because the CGI was so bad, but some of the practical effects were really good. Because mm-hmm. you, know, you saw people's backs that were getting eaten up, because you know especially during the parts where they're going through and. You know, there, there was a big, everybody get out of the water, and then it's finally something, and everybody's like, eh, whatever, we don't need to, and then somebody gets bit in the panic part. You know, yeah. there's there's some good gore going on there. Yeah, you know? yeah. No. And, I mean, let's put it, I mean, there was some, there was a lot of nudity over the top. Yes, there was. Yep. <laughs> over the top gore, over the top nudity. I mean, it's kind of a guilty pleasure type of movie. Yes. Um, yep. I, I could not help, though. But get irritated by Jerry O'Connell and some a couple of the other you no know, not me he he was probably the most irritating main character yeah I don't know there were a lot of d bags in this movie <laughs> yeah but he was definitely one I mean he didn't have to hold back at all he just yeah was complete pecker in fact he gets a kick to the balls uh, just for being an a hole I mean they, that's just 
there was no redeeming quality in that guy at all. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I'm kind of, it's kind of one of those things where, uh, you're glad when uh, he gets it, if he gets it, yep. no, uh, no spoilers. No okay. spoiler. I guess I already talked about, they threw him in the water when his legs were gone, but, and his yeah. wiener got bit off. And kind and choked up and coughed out. That was awesome. I'm surprised you didn't have to get the Heimlich maneuver. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know. No, it sounds like we're kind of on the same page. You know, there's a lot of people that love this movie. You know, I can see, if, you know, just throwing your, 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 your analytical mind away and just having a good fun time. You know, I, I don't know. I didn't find it. I didn't find it quite as stimulating. You know, even that, even the, even the dumb bone is, uh, I think a mm-hmm. lot of people did. Listen, I mean, I, I, I saw it and I, I bought the Blu-ray, but I don't know. I, I just thought it was kind of an average thing. I think I bought the Blu-ray for just for the, the underwater, uh, opera scene. Oh, nice. <laughs> so that means you obviously give it a buy. Um, kind of because I used a kick-ass, uh, gift, gift card. And uh, it was uh, one of the only Blu-rays at the place that I would even think about buying. Oh, okay. so so who knows? <laughs> I would I would give this a uh, well I I would give this a red box. I give it a red box too. The I think the eye candy was enough to do that, and I'm talking the chicks and the the practical gore effects. Yep. Yep. Uh, you know I don't know. I, I, I did learn a few things here. Don't answer the phone when mermaids are swimming. What no the hell was that guy thinking? Talking to his mom when there was mermaids swimming. Well, yeah, that, this comes from the guy who who got busted watching uh, a bunch of uh, porno on his computer and his mom walked yeah. 20 times. She took that okay, by the way. Yeah, she did. She was pretty She's cool like, oh, that. silly. Whatever. Well, I'll tell you what. The Another thing I learned was Elizabeth Shue is still pretty hot. I, I think oh, yeah. that she's... I've always thought she was... Hot since uh, Karate Kid, so I mean. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I I, I totally agree with she's you. She's still still pretty hot. And then, dude, the longest ski rope in the world. Did you notice that part? Uh. Uh-uh. So at the end, when they're trying to save uh, Jake and and his girlfriend. Oh yeah. He oh loops, yeah, yeah. He loops the rope over the top of the boat and under a railing. So then it's hanging off the edge, and then the rope goes into. Um, into them and they're inside the boat, right? Well, uh-huh. technically, when the when the other boat starts pulling, they would get yanked up through up over the boat under the rail and over the top of the boat, right? And they would have, they would have been destroyed because that railing wasn't big enough for them to do that. But they completely skipped that part, and the 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 rope was so freaking long. Oh yeah, for that part, I'm like, are you shitting me? I, can't <laughs> I, you know, I didn't I, even think I, of I that, could, dude. I couldn't even help but notice that. I mean, I usually let some stuff go, but that was just so retarded. That's funny. They could have done that so much better. All right. So did you learn anything in this one then? I did. There's uh, nothing quite as beautiful as sea angels swimming to opera. Um, One thing that I'm not very happy that I learned is I learned what Jerry O'Connell's dick looks like. (laughs) That's something I could go the rest of my life without knowing. That is Um, for sure. (laughs) The last thing I learned is when you hear hip hop, you're about to see boobies. (laughs) Because I swear, (laughs) hip hop in this movie it was like it was like some kind of a Pavlov's dog thing. All of a sudden, you hear the boof, and all of a sudden, I'm like, Dude. "Oh yes, look!" And there, there was a ton of it, huh? There was a ton. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I I got to share the scene with the parasailer with my wife too. That was, that was really oh fun. yeah, <laughs> and she got eaten. Oh, that was cool. That was that good. was that was pretty cool. All right, let's see here. Um, who else said that? It, it's a lake on top of a lake. That's an observation of Ricky Lake's fat rolls. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> and this is the longest one I've ever seen. Every one of my doctors says that. Uh, what about your ass then, hair? No, your no, no, one uh, ass hair. Uh, no, may, well, no comment on that. Okay, okay. Um, and then the last one is Jake. They took my penis, and that was actually Hulk Hogan to Jake the Snake uh, referring to steroids. Oh man, that's very topical too. Topical. Yes, very topical. I like that. I got some of those. All right, let's hear them. Let's see. Uh, whatever you do, do not go into the water. That was uh, me to my kids after uh, last time we went swimming in the public pool, and I couldn't, I couldn't, I didn't have time to get out and hit the bathroom. Oh, sick, dude. <laughs> uh, next one, hit it, chocolate thunder. That was my war cry that I say before every shit I take. <laughs> uh, let's see it's not cheating if it's with another girl that was kobe bryant to his wife when trying to explain his infidelity uh, with the girl in colorado uh, it failed miserably uh, now you can take that geez. a couple of times you, you, you can take that a couple of ways you can yeah. you say kobe you're an idiot for 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 coming up with that because that's just wrong and you're stupid or yes. you could take that take it that i inferred that kobe is actually a woman and it fits oh. along with the movie, and I'm going to go with the second one. That's what I mean. Yeah, I inferred dude. that Kobe's a girl. Absolutely. Right? I, there I you know. Go. I, I, there's no bulge on his in his yellow uh, shorts when he runs. <laughs> wow, I'm going to take your word for it, or else I'll start looking for uh, camel toe. Either way. Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, let's see. Last one. There are thousands of them, and they are pissed. That was Sam's. That was you to your wife when your sperm. <laughs> Uh, gained sentience and, sentience and attacked you while uh, right before they heard you were getting a vasectomy. <laughs> yeah, and they, they do attack me. They, they, uh, oh, they, they were going to rebel. All right, and then uh, kick to the balls, Jerry O'Connor for being an a-hole. Yeah. And then Christopher, Christopher Lloyd for setting up the sequel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, 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 these ones are just babies. Yeah, how gay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you? So, who did you kick in the balls? I got to Eli Roth for uh, acting like himself in this movie. I oh, assume yeah. that's how he acts. Uh, all the dudes that actually tried to look like douchebags in this movie. I could not believe oh, how yeah. many douchebags were in this movie. That's a good point. But that's all I got for that. And then at Six Degrees, Elizabeth... Sh no, no, no. I went to Ving Rhames, who was in Mission Impossible 2 with Tom Cruise, who was in an interview with a vampire, Kristen Dunst. Nice. Spider-Man, Bruce Campbell. Nice, man. Well, I don't know, man. Th this one's kind of hard because I think that this would really change depending on my mood. Uh, but I've seen it two times, and I think I've kind of, I think I've kind of, uh, I mean, when I was watching this, I was actually like, you know what? I'm, I don't know if I was in a bad mood, but I thought to myself, wow, you know, that may have been funnier if I, if I was uh, in a different situation. But I yeah, still give this. I don't know, I give it a red box. Especially and I do too. For the and it, it, CG. And it wasn't bad. I mean, it wasn't bad. And this is this is one that I watched on its own night because I kind of spread out the movies. Mm -hmm. And so and so I was kind of in the mood and looking forward to watching it. It just it ended up being something so similar and just kind of the, there was just nothing new. So I'll give it the I'll give it the red box. But I mean, I'll give it a red box with a smile. Sure. Oh, with a happy yeah. ending. Oh yes. <laughs> Nice. Well, there you go. There's the quad of horror, people. 
I Hope like you how we enjoy see that. I hope I, you know, one thing I love about the cadaver lab is we're like, yeah, we're covering aquatic horror. And we talk about three out of the five billion aquatic horror movies. Well, then some of them, like uh, with the host, it was like in the in the river for maybe five uh, percent of the movie. You what? Uh, oh, oh, come on! At least fifteen. <laughs> oh, but I was plus, like, this isn't this isn't really aquatic, other than the thing. Plus, it like was it. born in the aquatic. That's true, and it kept splashing around. Nice. Hey, I'm not questioning. I'm not questioning. Yeah, you don't question this. Just kidding. No. You know what I'm going to do right here? What? I'm going to add a death scene. So, uh, yes. yeah, here, here it is. I'm going to post on the forums. Uh, the first one to guess what movie it's from gets a sweet action prize. So here you go. Nice. Oh, man. It was it was fun. And, and uh, we trudged through all the all the technical difficulties that we had. And I, I feel like I'm, I'm a much stronger person for it. Oh, yeah. Well, it just makes me motivated to get this shit figured out. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Can't help it. Listen. Listen, we we are the true podcasting uh, uh, troopers, okay? Yes, we are. Awesome. Yep. We, we're know, not scared of adversity. No, we're not. In fact, we, yeah. I was going to say we, we, we look for it because it make us stronger, but no, we don't. No. It would have been nice if we could have just done this anyway. Uh, you got anything <laughs> else? Because I, I think I've about said too much and people are tired of hearing my voice. No, dude, I, I, that, that's it for this one. We'll just look forward to doing a, another slab, and then uh, we'll figure out what we're doing for our next one. Sounds good. All right, so for the Cadaver Lab, we will see you later. <laughs>